The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. Pat Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Hey, welcome. Triple Eight Nine Hundred Thirty Three Ninety Three, and Pat Unleashed on Twitter, of course. Welcome to Monday. Uh, the sad news, of course, John McCain died over the over the weekend, 80, 82 years old, just short of his eighty third birthday. It, it's been fascinating to watch uh, the left wing media spin this. Oh, they're they're so heartbroken uh, now. They're they they've just wow, what a maverick he was, uh, what a great guy. John McCain, the same guy that you bludgeoned. When he was running against Barack Obama in 2008, that guy? That's the one you love now so much? Oh, okay. Well, yeah, because as Hillary said, well, she said all of this. He did believe uh, in the institution, and he knows, uh, he knew that the uh, Senate couldn't work if we didn't work together. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it was heartbreaking to him mm-hmm. that, uh, as he said in uh, the speech he gave right before he voted against uh, repealing the Affordable Care Act, uh, that we need to cooperate. Uh, we need to learn how to trust each other again and do better to serve the people who elected us. And, you know, he, he, he was so typically John in those remarks because he said, stop listening to the bombastic right. loudmouths on radio and TV and the oh, Internet. Oh, yeah, that's uh, great. To help with them. Great? They don't want anything right. done for the public good. Oh, right. He, yeah, he really understood in the mm-hmm. marrow of his bones uh, what it meant to be an American and how important it was for us mm. to, yes, disagree and differ. Right. But at the end of the day, to come together uh, mm, to work mm-hmm, together, to mm-hmm. trust each other, to get things done. And he will be missed for many, many reasons, Chuck. What a despicable hypocrite. What an absolutely despicable hypocrite. When he was alive and opposed to anything she was doing, uh, she never had a, a pleasant word for him. Come on. that's. Uh... Then we had, this, we had a Vox story come out over the weekend criticizing. I mean, this was just an hour or two after, after he died. And it was attacking him because he picked radical Sarah Palin as a running mate in 2008. (laughs) Sarah Palin was a radical? These are the people who support a party that almost nominated a socialist for president of the United States. But Sarah Palin is radical? They just elected a socialist in one of their districts in New York. One socialist after another is springing up in the Democrat Party. And they're embracing them and promoting them and loving them. That is radical. That's un-American. Not selecting Sarah Palin as a running mate. Ah, the hypocrisy and the just the insanity of the uh, Democrat Party is really agonizing. But uh, John McCain is was was an American hero. His war service is unbelievable. Uh I mean, people are disparaging him for being captured. Uh, they, they've done that in the past or for um, giving up information to the enemy. Ask Marcus Luttrell about that, about whether or not everyone breaks. Everyone. Nobody can stand up to torture forever. 
The guy was in a prison camp in, in the Hanoi Hilton for five and a half years. And they came to him and said, we're going to set you free because you're, you know, your dad's uh, an admiral. And so uh, we're going to let you go. And he knew that they wanted to use him against everybody else who was there, against the men that were imprisoned. And so he said, no, I won't go. And he was there for another three years. To me, that's unbelievable. Who does that? You have a chance to go home when you've been tortured, captured, when you're malnourished, when you're being beaten on a regular basis. I mean, he had, he had lifelong injuries from that in, in imprisonment. Lifelong injuries from a result of the torture. In fact, when he, uh, when he was shot down, he broke both legs and one of his arms. And then they just continued to damage uh, those limbs while he was imprisoned. And they wanted to use him against the rest of his men, and he wouldn't allow them to do that. Wow. I mean, so much so that Colonel uh, Tran Trong Diet, who's still alive as well, he ran the prison where McCain was locked up as a POW. And he told Vietnam News on Saturday that after getting to know John McCain, he grew to admire him. He said, I had a lot of time meeting with him when he was kept in prison. At that time, I liked him personally for his toughness and his strong stance. (laughs) He admired him because they couldn't break him. Because they couldn't break him to the point where they wanted to set him free and use it uh, as propaganda, and he wouldn't do it. Uh... Tran said, when I learned about his death early this morning, I feel very sad. I would like to send condolences to his family. I mean, that's better than a a lot of people who are Americans have done. Um, And even though, obviously, we disagreed with him on many things politically, you can't say anything about his his service to the United States of America, I don't think. I I think that's pretty cut and dried. Yeah, definitely a hero. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. I don't think there's any doubt about that. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three, and at Pat Unleashed on on Twitter. Also, um, this was an amazing, amazing few moments of of broadcast history. NBC News had the breaking story of John McCain's death, and then went back into regular programming. Now, you know that happens all the time, but it's. The jarring nature of what they go back to that is just staggering. Uh, here's what happened over the weekend. And again, and this evening, the breaking news, NBC News confirming the death of Senator John McCain at the age of 81. This has been an NBC News special report. We will return to our regular programming on the NBC network. Our live coverage continues on MSNBC. <laughs> oh my those dolphins dolphins are walking on stage two men in dolphin masks on America's Got Talent okay I mean, wow. For those on Blaze Radio, they were simulating things with wow. bike pumps or something. I don't know what was happening. Yeah, they were, they were making dolphin noises with the bike pumps, pushing the bike pump against their uh, big fat stomachs while they had dolphin masks on their heads. 
And they're walking around the stage doing that. And, they and then they kiss at That's the end. Cute, right? uh, it's adorable. What a jarring, really weird, really inappropriate way to go from the breaking news of John McCain's death into that. I mean, you should go into, I don't know, a commercial, into a <laughs> song, into anything but that. Anything. <laughs> just, just unbelievable. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Uh, also of note, this weekend, Lanny Davis, who is the uh, one of the attorneys for Michael Cohen, he's backing off his claim now that Michael Cohen has information about Russian collusion on the president. Wait a minute. I thought you said he was anxious to share and, and eager to share information about collusion with the Russians. Now, nope, I, I shouldn't have said that. I should have made it clearer. You should have made it clearer. What? You didn't... What do you mean? You said you had information. That's pretty clear. Instead, he's no longer certain about claims he made to reporters on background and on the record in recent weeks about what Cohen knows about Trump's awareness of the Russian efforts. Davis did not rule out that his claims were correct, but expressed regret that he didn't explain that he couldn't independently corroborate them. All you would have to do is ask your client, right? And then you'd corroborate because you're talking about what he knows. So if he didn't tell you that he knew, maybe you shouldn't have said anything. Really bizarre. Uh, neither Cohen or his lead attorney, Guy Patrio, responded to requests for comment. But in a recording, Trump and Cohen can be heard discussing a payoff for former Playboy model. Um, Karen McDougal, who claims to have had an affair with Trump. Trump seems to tell Cohen to pay the model in cash, but the recording wasn't clear. Actually, it sounds to me like he tells him not to pay in cash. The recording was made in September of uh, 2016, and the alleged affair took place years before that. And the airing of that recording has shifted Trump's relationship with uh, Cohen pretty dramatically. One of the president's tweets from last week seems to express anger with both the FBI and Cohen, even for for even recording the conversation. The FBI raid on Cohen's office followed disclosure to the State Department or the Department of Justice that Cohen had been under investigation for months. So we'll have to wait and see, I guess, uh, what this will all mean. But last week it looked pretty clear that Cohen had information about Russian collusion, at least according to his attorney, and now, no, not so much. Hmm. However, now, uh, we also have some interesting developments with uh, David Pecker, the the uh, publisher of the National Enquirer. He's apparently cooperating now with the Mueller probe. And Alan Dershowitz says that uh, that could be problematic. This could be the biggest threat to Trump so far. Uh, the president once wanted the National Enquirer, if you remember this correctly, to win a Pulitzer, Pulitzer Prize. Mm, now I bet he's not as excited about them. Michael Cohen's attorney clarified uh, the record, saying his client doesn't know, of course, as we mentioned, but the... Uh, the main contention now from 
all of those who are excited about uh, bringing Trump down is that David Pecker has a bunch of information that he's now willing to share. Now, I don't know if they don't seem to even know for sure if he's going to share it about Trump or if all he has is information on Cohen. So it's going to be interesting to see. I can't imagine that uh, David Pecker, they've been really close, he and Trump. It's, it's hard to imagine that he would now turn on him completely. I guess it depends on what they have on him. I, yes. Mm. Yeah, I guess it does. And maybe for self-preservation, he's willing to turn on him. We'll see. 888 uh, All right. We also want to say, uh, send a quick shout out to uh, Lori D. Oh, yeah. Sends us food all the time. Yes. Well, not all the time. Not often enough. Probably. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, on occasion. <laughs> I mean, on occasion. Convenient, I guess. Apparently, she's having eye surgery right now. Right now, listening Cataract to the surgery. show while she's under the knife. So, so hopefully, uh, hopefully, you're nicely medicated. Yeah, don't laugh mm-hmm. too loudly because uh, mm-hmm. you know yeah, it's that laser can just slip, and yeah, then yeah, you don't want to just really horrible hold things it in there, can just, happen. You don't yeah. want that. Good you luck. don't want that. Actually, that's great surgery. I had cataracts in both eyes, and then uh, you know they remove them and replace it with with permanent lenses behind your eye. There. Whoa. And so now I don't need contacts or, or glasses or anything. Wow. You do yeah, one at a time great. just in case they screw yes. something up? Yeah. yeah. It takes about two weeks or four weeks or something. I forget. It's mm-hmm. been a while. 888 Anyway, good luck, Lori. Yeah. And uh, hopefully you'll be sending us food again, I don't know, in about 15, 20 minutes. Right. I mean, we're here till what? Certainly. The, I mean, the surgery only takes a few minutes. Yeah. Right? So you've got so you've two got and a half hours plus to plenty make it time. happen. I, I'll, I'll find out what day it is and we'll, 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 we'll put time. in a request. So. In the meantime, uh, we can we can get uh, some vegetables and uh, organic fruits and organic vegetables in our diet with Field of Greens from Brickhouse Nutrition. Uh this is uh, almost like a, a miracle food for me because it's it's the only way I get vegetables. And I, you know, for a long time I've been thinking, this is really not good that I never eat vegetables. It's probably probably a very bad thing. And so when this came along and I finally decided to give it a try, uh, it really helps. I mean, I feel a difference in in my day every day. And there's just going to be less visits to the hospital. You're just bound to be healthier when you're getting all of that nutrition, the pre and probiotic, uh, the boost to your immune system, the antioxidant power. Every scoop gives you a full serving of organic fruits and vegetables. So you just take one scoop, put it into eight ounces of water or your favorite smoothie or shake, whatever. And it's just really easy and it tastes great. Go to BrickHousePat.com. Try Field of Greens for yourself today. Take 10% off a month's supply when you use the offer code PAT. BrickHousePat.com. That's BrickHousePat.com. Pat Gray. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. Gray is here. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. It's it's on now. It is on college football this weekend. Actually, there was a little bit of college football last weekend. This uh, this past weekend, 
I think Wyoming played New Mexico State, beat them fairly handily in a bunch of smaller games. Yeah, Colorado State almost came back against uh, Hawaii. Oh. That was a really good game there in the fourth quarter. Was it? Yeah. Didn't happen to see it, okay. uh, but it was, I think I saw the score, 40-34 or something like that? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, BYU takes on Arizona this weekend. So, uh, you know, if you'd like to call us with your college, your favorite college team's yeah, you bold prediction for the for the season. We wouldn't mind hearing that. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. My bold prediction mm-hmm. for my team this year okay. is ten and two. Ten and two. Okay. Nobody else. Uh-uh. Nobody else in Cougar Nation feels that confident. Well, I got news for you. Pat. Nobody. Nobody outside of Cougar Nation feels that either. No, I. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> no, it, outside of Cougar Nation, they think it's going to be another year like last year because the schedule's pretty tough. Mm. Uh, but the best prediction I've seen from any of the sports writers who cover BYU all the time, six and six. <laughs> Not good, okay. man. Not good. At least they probably get back to a bowl game with six and six. Yeah. But I mean, that, that's not, a, that's not acceptable. That's not acceptable. Uh, so <clears throat> I'm sticking with, uh, they, but if they lose this weekend, all bets are off because they got to win this first one. Have to beat Arizona. Hmm. Which is probably a fairly tall order. They got a really good quarterback, Khalil Tate. Have you ever heard of him? Good, no. good running quarterback. Wow. Yeah, he's. So you're scared already. Heisman Trophy candidate, supposedly. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I, I just, I think they've got a lot of talent this year. I think, you know, they've got, they've, they should, they should do a lot better this year than they did last year. Well, I wish them well. What? what so, what's your bold prediction for Nebraska? Bold prediction. Eight and four. Eight and four. Wow, you're not as as optimistic as I am. At hmm. Wisconsin. Yes, at, so well, we, we are too. At Ohio We're at State. Wisconsin. At Ohio State, that's at, a tough one. Yeah. At Michigan. At Michigan's tough. So, <laughs> you know, those are all tough. So I'm thinking. Uh, so you're thinking all three of those are losses? Are you? I'm thinking. You can't uh, pull out one of those? Maybe, but uh, we'll probably lose one at home. You know, I don't know. We got. Uh, You're not see. nearly as optimistic as I am on my team, and you probably have more reason to be optimistic. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. <laughs> yeah, I'm very excited, uh, Scott Frost. Uh, you know. Yeah. You know, Scott Frost is. I mean, he's uh, he did so much at Central Florida that you, <clears throat> you just think, well, with the athletes he gets at Nebraska, he's got to do even better, right? Because he went. What were his two years there? What was the first year? I believe they were right at 500. Because he yeah, took an 0-13 team. 6-6 six six yeah, or something. something like that. And, and then 13-0 and 0 last yeah, year. National champions, as far as I'm concerned. Even though they weren't. But, um, <clears throat> even but yes. though they beat the team that beat both of the national right? champion contestants, Georgia and Alabama. Yeah, they, they, beat, Auburn. they beat Auburn in the Jeez. bowl game. That's amazing. That's amazing. That is. All right, so college uh, football coming up this weekend. That, uh, it's back. It's back, and this time, it's pissed off. <laughs> uh, also, it will be if our teams go <clears throat> zero and one. Yeah, oh my gosh! <laughs> Seriously, Monday my, could be a bad day. All of my good vibe will go away if they lose this first one. That'd just be ugly. Uh-huh. Um, and if your team loses, are they playing on? Are they? Is this the Akron game on mm-hmm. Saturday? Saturday night. Yeah, seven o'clock Central Time. What time does your game start? I think it's 8.45 mm. Mountain, so that's 9.45 my time. Okay, well. Till we, late one. 
we better have <clears throat> the game in the bag before yours kicks off. Or yeah. Going to yeah. be unhappy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, interesting article that we were uh, reading over the weekend and trying to figure out, sort of trying to decipher. Um, in Texas, reads the headline, Beto O'Rourke's rise fuels hope for Latino Democrats. Wait, <laughs> what? Okay, so you're saying in Texas, this Irishman's uh, rise fuels hope for Latinos? Why? <laughs> Why? Now, I think I think they might be alluding to the fact that you know they there be some down ballot support they're hoping he has coattails maybe it's nothing more than that but i really think he's trying to pull the wool over the eyes of of latinos in this state it's unbelievable when we talked to uh senator cruz about that last thursday and you know there is a latino in the race exactly and it's not beto o'rourke it is ted cruz and so this scam has just got to stop Last Saturday at the historic El Rey Theater in McAllen, Texas, O'Rourke was taking pictures with prospective voters after uh, one of his campaign organized, get this. What's that? Musica con Beto rallies. Musica con Beto. No. Uh, what? No, musica. Say it right. Come on, now try it. It's Musica. Oh, musica con musica Beto. Musica con Beto. I think, right, Sarah? Is it? She's not listening. Okay. Sarah, is it Musica or Musica? Or it's Musica con Beto, not Musica. <clears throat> Thank you. I'm right. All right. Sorry. Though not Latino. Uh, and this is, okay, page two of the article. You've already gone through one, two, <laughs> one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight paragraphs deep into the story. Eighth paragraph finally says, though not Latino. Uh-huh. O'Rourke, 45, is a fourth generation Texan. Sure. Who, well, that has nothing to do with Latinos I either. Know. They're trying to make it like, okay, well, that makes up for his lack of Latinoism. <laughs> okay, oh. no, it doesn't. Though not Latino, O'Rourke, 45, is a fourth generation Texan who grew up in El Paso and is comfortable speaking Spanish. Okay. Oh, well, wow, he's comfortable now, I mean, speaking Spanish. Of course, he can do musica con Beto. <laughs> what, were the first right? three, what were the first three words of that, of that paragraph again? The eighth paragraph of the story? Though not Latino. And what's the headline again of the story? Um, let's see. Uh, in Texas, Beto O'Rourke's rise feels hope for Latino Democrats. I mean, what in the world? So that should have been, I don't know, the first sentence in, though not Latino. <laughs> Hello. Mm-hmm. So he's introduced by comedian Cristila Alonso and a musical set from bands like Arzalas and Little Joe <laughs> y La, Fami- La Familia. La Familia. 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 Jeez, I can't even. I mean, it's too Hispanic for it's me. I can't Hispanic. even. Are you a fourth generation Texan? No, See, I'm that's not. why you can't do no, that. No, I'm See? not. <laughs> and I'm not comfortable speaking Spanish, obviously. Uh-huh. So, okay, what if what uh, I got a ways to go before I can get to Beto land? What if Beto was from uh, a place down in South America, like, say, um, the capital of Nicaragua? Oh, like Managua, Then I could do it. Then See, I can then hang see. with him. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. but he's not. So, but I mean, what, what's our Neil Bortz word? Hispandering. That's exactly, I mean, it's just, it's, this is absolutely out of control. Mm-hmm. And are Texans this blind to this trick? I, 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 I really, well, he's done a pretty good job, you know, with the, 
with the Spanish nickname mm-hmm. and with the signage that's everywhere that only has his Spanish nickname on it. So what are you led to believe? I mean, if you never see the guy, and then yep. and then he's you know he's working on this deep dark tan. Oh, he's hitting that tanning booth every day, every stinking day, every day. I mean, he's whiter than I am, mm-hmm. and yet he's he's got this deep tan yeah. right now. I mean, look at that. It's just unbelievable. The picture right there. It's unfreaking believable. I mean, come on, man. And it's pissing me off. Yep. And it's it's deceit. It's a lie, is what it is. Stop it. Uh, Democrats can't be honest. I mean, we've talked about this. They can't. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. More Pack Ray Unleashed coming up. Pat Gray, the Blaze Radio Network. Gray returns on the Blaze Radio Network. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also, uh, speaking of Beto, Beto O'Rourke, the Irish, non-Hispanic, non-Latino running for office here that's trying his best to come off as Hispanic. Uh, he's getting some support from um, Lance Armstrong. Oh. Lance Armstrong says... Dear my fellow Texans, we have a choice. This guy, and he's got a picture of Beto O'Rourke on it, Aww. or Ted Cruz. It's time for reasonable and balanced talk on all issues. Here's one snippet. We are for Beto O'Rourke. And then he he puts up a post a link to um, Now This News. Where O'Rourke says, I can think of nothing more American than kneeling for the national anthem. Thank you, uh, Lance, for telling us who the liar cheater wants to uh, vote for. Appreciate that. (laughs) The lying, cheating douchebag who lied and cheated for his, I don't know, entire career and was stripped of every championship he ever won in the Tour de France. Yeah, thanks for thanks for uh, leading us down that road. Appreciate that. Wow, do I ever want to take your advice on on who I should vote for? Because obviously Lance Armstrong's integrity is beyond reproach, right? Uh, his judgment is beyond reproach. Why don't you just stay out of it, really, seriously? I mean, aren't you embarrassed enough? And then you jump into it like this? That's embarrassing. Seriously, how do you even have the balls to do that? Well, he's only got one. And so... Here we go. We used to make a a joke about that Mm -hmm. in his favor. Mm -hmm. That, you know, a Texan with one could beat any of the Frenchies with two uh, at the Tour de de France. And uh, But it uh, turned out to be not exactly accurate. Since it also took a lot of uh, steroids and HGH to make it happen. And blood doping, too. Um, so, 
I mean, that is the unmitigated gall of Lance Armstrong. Yeah, if that's me, if I'm him, I'm laying low for the rest of my life. You better believe it. I'm staying out of stuff like this where I can open myself up to being called a liar and cheater and a scam artist for my entire career. While everybody defended him because he was so vehement. He, the guy destroyed people who dared, who dared question whether he was on roids or not. And they knew he was because they saw him do it. And so anybody who said, hey, uh, you know, Lance is, he's, he's doping. Uh, you might want to look into it. He would go after them and he would destroy him, destroy him essentially. And then he comes out afterwards. Yeah, I, I did it. Yeah, I was doing it the whole time. Yeah, I, I stopped and then I started again. And then I was, so I was doing it the first time. And then I, I, I was doing it later in my career. And even after my comeback, I was doing it then too. So even before cancer, he was doing it. And then after cancer, he was doing it. Oh, okay. Wow. And the rest of us who thought, you know, you had some integrity and were an upstanding guy and defended you. Uh, we were all made to look like morons. Thank you for that. Mm. And uh, thank you for this, too. That's really good advice to vote for the pretend Latino in this race who's a socialist. Appreciate that. Thanks, Lance. Uh, but no thank you. Okay? Mm. All right. Very fitting, though. <sighs> Very fitting. The pretend athlete voting for the... The, the pretend, pretend Latino. Latino. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good point. A lot of pretending going on. 888 uh, and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter, um, I just I, I, I I'm getting too worked up. So let's uh, let's go ahead and look at uh, and check out the Sarah Sanders bad lip reading, <laughs> just to put us in a better mood. Sure, do we do that? Legendary uh, YouTube channel bad lip reading had some well timed uh, fun added to the White House press briefing with Sarah Huckabee Sanders, and here's what happened. Okay, idiots, are you ready? Uh, I just can't stand the faces of you people. Those dead, questioning eyes. Dummies don't matter. Greedo? What happens when I scratch a horseradish all over my face? Now, why would you do this? Oh, definitely gonna scrape it somewhere. Yeah, you don't matter. Mangy? My beard itches pretty bad. Is this because of my bugs? You have literal bugs? Uh Uh-huh. I think it's mainly bed bugs. Okay, you gotta go. Wait, is this about the bugs? Yeah, it is. Stank? (laughs) Yeah, when is the Roswell Hey, you really thought to take your question? You suck. Hey, the way you talk to me, I mean, do you need to talk so evil? Uh, do you need to look like a stuffed baked potato in that Walmart shirt? Because you suck. (laughs) That goes on for three or four minutes. That's good. I like that. (laughs) Again, I don't know how they do it, but it's... Yep. Pretty darn good. Yep. <laughs> Stank. <laughs> Stank. Do you have to talk so <laughs> evil? Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also, CNN's uh, Jim Scudo was busted for two, not one, but two fake news scoops in one week, <laughs> both uh, regarding the president. Uh, last week. He misled the public with a breathless piece of breaking news (laughs) that falsely claimed President Trump did not consult with Director of National Intelligence Dan Coats prior to revoking the security clearance of John Brennan. Uh, So that turned out not to be true. Using his verified Twitter account, Scudo wrote, 
breaking DNI coats. Uh, so, director of national. In- oh, I'm sorry. Director of national intelligence mm-hmm. coats. The nation's senior most intelligence official was not consulted on Trump's decision to revoke former CIA Director John Brennan's security clearance. Except Trump did consult with Coates. He still hasn't corrected or deleted it. Then a second attempt to mislead the public that was debunked this week also remains uncorrected, even though it was also debunked uh, on even on the airwaves of his own cable channel so led by <clears throat> scudo on july 27th it took a total of three cnn activists to manufacture a fairy tale that claimed trump's former attorney michael cohen knew that trump <clears throat> was aware in advance of the trump tower meeting in other words trump not only lied about not knowing of the meeting with these democrat connected russians but trump's advanced knowledge could mean he approved of the meeting therefore there's collusion Therefore, there's impeachable offense. Therefore, Obama returns to the Oval Office on the wings of a unicorn, of course. It would be the hope of CNN, no doubt. There's just one problem with uh, this and CNN's reporting. None of it was true, and none of it is true, according to Cohen's own mouthpiece, Lanny Davis, who debunked Skewdo's news during a Wednesday night appearance with CNN's Anderson Cooper. So... That's a, a, a lot of fake news, and it plays right into the hands of the terrorists who can, uh, uh, of everybody who continually complains about fake news all the time, which is a term I hate, and yet they're doing it. What network was that again? CNN. Oh, okay. Yeah, CNN. Huh. <clears throat> CNN fake news, and that's what the president always says. Mm-hmm. And I really, you know, because some of it's just misleading some of it is spin some of it is their their own opinion i i don't know that it's in order to be fake it kind of has to be made up out of whole cloth right and it seems like in some cases that's what they're doing now so it kind of qualifies as fake news it's just uh it's really amazing triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three all of this um Left-wing reporting and the nonsense we have to put up with uh, in the media, in our education system, it's just, uh, it, it makes you wonder if we could ever, if we could ever recover from it. We have another story about a college instructor who's come under fire for segre- segregating her uh, concealed carriers in her uh, university class. Hmm. This is an instructor... At the University of Utah, hmm. the running Utes, facing massive backlash after she created a Second Amendment zone in her classroom. Students who legally carried were forced to stand in a corner of the room that was roped off just for them, <clears throat> according to Campus Reform. The instructor provided her weapons policy to students, which stated, Concealed carry is protected under your Second Amendment rights. However... Because the University of Utah reserves the right to restrict elements of the First Amendment on campus to specifically sanctioned free speech zones, I'm reserving the right to restrict elements of the Second Amendment in my own classroom. If you feel that's somehow at all appropriate to bring a gun to class, hint, it is not. This is absurd, antisocial, and frightening behavior. 
You are restricted to spending your time in class in my Second Amendment zone, a three-by-three taped square on the floor in the very back of the classroom that will be shared with all other gun carriers. This zone also does not include a desk because desks are reserved for students who respect the personal and psychological safety of their classmates and instructor. Wow. I I mean... Segregate much? Wow. Uh, this is the wonderful University of Utah where they also have cry closets. <laughs> uh, just in case the students are, you know, upset yeah. or offended by... Well, college is stressful, Pat. Any speech that they hear that is upsetting to them. So they can go into these closets and, well, cry. <laughs> and, they, and just break down in there because they're so frightened and so... Uh, upset by whatever they heard. Utah State Rep. Carrie Ann Lisenby received a copy of the weapons policy and shared it on her personal Facebook page, along with the following message. I'm livid. University of Utah professor doesn't understand the Bill of Rights and university policy on free speech, which is disturbing enough, but even more egregious. She's seeking to break state law and deprive students of their rights. Please share. Uh, That's amazing. Students on the U of U campus are allowed to carry firearms on campus as long as they have a license to do so. So her segregating them and making them feel like crap Mm -hmm. because they're obeying the law is just wrong on so many levels. So many levels. And in a state like Utah. But again, it doesn't matter. The university system, it doesn't matter what university it is or where that university is located. Things have gotten out of control in our educational system, and especially in in the higher education system. Yeah, there is an update. They have reassigned uh, this uh, the professor professor here. Yeah, I don't reassigned know what that, her to what? I don't know. I'm I'm trying to find out here if they just moved her outside huh. the university or what. But uh, good. Yeah, I'm trying to figure this out. But yeah, good. <laughs> so at least there was some action taken against her. Yeah. Punishment, definitely. That's un- I mean, that's unbelievable. But we'll not teach this semester and we'll instead have other assignments, says the university. Good. Other assignments. Good. It's kind of like Dan Rather, you know, after his whole scandal and trying <laughs> to lie about George Bush. No, he's going to. No, no. We're just going to have him do other reports. Really? We saw him on 60 Minutes about once every eight months <laughs> after that. Ooh. And now his other reports are coming on, uh, what, the Golf Channel or something? <laughs> Where, where is he now? He's like gone. Uh, he's on yeah. some cable station, though. Yeah, I think they call on him every, yeah, like eight months. Yeah. What is he yeah. doing? I don't know. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Speaking of your Second Amendment rights, um, you know, you want to become proficient with your gun and you want to know what you're doing with it. And so you want to practice often, not just get out to a shooting range once or twice a month or a couple of times a year in some cases. There's a better way to go, and that's with iTarget Pro. This is a system that allows you to train at home, so you're not unprepared or undertrained for whatever eventuality happens in your home. This is revolutionized home firearm training. It uses your actual gun so you can become really proficient with your firearm that you're actually going to use in real life. It utilizes your smartphone and their proprietary app, And then there's a laser that goes in place of the bullet. So the laser detects exactly where your shots land on the target. So you see it, you hear it. It's really, it's really a fun, cool system. 
And you don't have to go to the range to do it. You don't have to pay for all that ammo and the range fees and the to and from and all of that. Right now, save another 10% on top of all the savings you get with the offer code PAT when you purchase the iTarget Pro system. It's the letter I, then targetpro.com. iTargetPro.com, offer code PAT. Pat Gray Unleashed. On the Blaze Radio Network. Your, Your Honor. Honor. Oof. Powerful. Wow. Wow. CNN, big uh, big CNN movie presentation of RBG coming up Labor Day weekend. Mm-hmm. So CNN's pushing this thing on. Uh, I don't know what the obsession with Ruth Bader Ginsburg is right <laughs> Where now. Where did that come from? I don't know. I don't know. But <laughs> all of a sudden... She is the big flavor of the uh, of the moment for the left right now. Movies, documentaries, CNN specials. Why? Why? I it's something to do with I don't know Trump and the Supreme Court. It's got to be. I think like that's almost, what it is. Look how much we yeah. love you. You can't leave yet. Right. Probably is. And she's what eighty five. So this is an effort to keep her in office until. I, I don't know. Her bones decay right underneath her skin. I, I don't know. It's a shame she's been on the court for 25 years and still hasn't obviously read the Constitution if she still holds that belief. I mean, granted, right? this is supposed to be a long time ago, but I would imagine that she still hasn't. But it's so powerful. It's so powerful. It doesn't matter whether it's true or not. The word woman does not appear even once not in once. the U.S. Constitution. Yeah. Nor does the word freedom, Your Honor. Ooh! Whoa! Whoa, whoa, whoa. So powerful. Nor does the word freedom, your honor. Mm-hmm. Well, except mid does. Yeah. But it's really hard to find because it's not yeah. until the First Amendment. It's not until then. First. You gotta get, and the first comes. You scroll way down to the first. Way down, all the way down to the First Amendment. amendment. <laughs> where the word freedom does appear in the U.S. Constitution. <laughs> so, And, of course, <clears throat> that's not the point anyway. Even if it wasn't that single word, even if it wasn't in the Constitution, the, the Constitution of the United States of America is all about freedom and providing uh, protection to the people against what the government could do to oppress them. So, I mean, it's such a nonsensical uh, point it's hardly even worth talking about. Tomato, tomato, freedom, bondage. <clears throat> I mean, same thing. same thing. Same thing, pretty much. Uh, all right. There's a list of investigations now that the GOP thinks Democrats will do if they gain control in November. Mm. They're reportedly preparing uh, for a possible Capitol Hill doomsday if Democrats take control after the midterm elections. And Axios has gotten on has gotten a hold of a uh, spreadsheet that's been circulated through Republican circles off and on Capitol Hill. 
And so here is what Republicans think will happen if the Democrats gain control of the House. They will do a probe and investigation of President Trump's tax returns. Uh, also of to the Trump family businesses and whether they comply with the Constitution's emollients clause, including the Chinese trademark grant to the Trump organization. They will do an investigation of Trump's dealings with Russia, including the president's preparation for his meeting with Vladimir Putin. Uh, they will investigate the payment to Steph- Stephanie Clifford, uh, Stormy Daniels. They will investigate James Comey's firing. I don't know why, because the president can fire the head of the FBI at any time for whatever reason he wants. Uh, But they're going to investigate that anyway, according to Republicans. Trump's firing of U.S. attorneys will be investigated. His proposed transgender ban for the military. Uh, Treasury Secretary Steven Mnuchin's business dealings. They will investigate White House staff's personal email use. The cabinet secretary travel, office expenses, and other misused perks. They will investigate discussion of classified information at Mar-a-Lago. <clears throat> they will investigate Jared Kushner's eth- ethics law compliance. They will investigate dismissal of members of the EPA Board of Scientific Counselors, which the president also can do at any time. They will investigate the travel ban, the family separation policy, the hurricane response in Puerto Rico, election security and hacking attempts, and the White House security clearances, just to name a few things. So, just know that we're really in for it if if they gain control of the, of the House. It's going to be so fun. Oh, it's going to be ugly. I mean, absolutely ugly. Uh, I just, I'm not looking forward to that. I'm just hoping that this blue wave thing is overblown. Please tell me it's overblown. I mean, last week, some people were predicting 70 seats in the House would go to Democrats. 70 seats? Good heavens. If that happens, <clears throat> um, I mean, we're not, we're not going to do anything but investigate Trump. And they might even impeach him. Now, would the Senate then convict him? I don't know. I don't know. I guess it depends on what happens in the Senate, but I don't think there's any way they get to 67 votes in the Senate. So it would just be a nasty uh, America dividing device again, uh, just to make things even worse in the country. Can you imagine where we are now? And then you go through an impeachment process and let's let's see what that does to the country where we are now with all the divisiveness and Mm -hmm. infighting and all sorts of good stuff. Imagine if the Democrats had control of the House. If they had power ugly. in one chamber, it would it would just ratchet it up even more. Yeah, it's going to be. Instead of just howling, <clears throat> they could actually do something about it. It would be really, uh, really ugly. Also, uh, we're going to tell you coming up next hour about some parents that are fighting back after their school replaced the Pledge of Allegiance with a global society vow. Oh, no. And this happened in Atlanta, too. Um, Atlanta Neighborhood Charter School Principal Lara uh, Zelsky decided students will no longer recite the Pledge of Allegiance during the school's morning meeting agenda, which she described to parents as an effort to bring our day as a fully inclusive and connected community (laughs) and then replace it with a global society vow. Oh, that's... That's fun.
<clears throat> but fortunately, some parents were a little upset with this. Mm-hmm. And so we still do have some actual American patriots, apparently, who send their kids to school. So that's, <laughs> that is good to know. Also, uh, some just really chilling footage uh, from that shooting over the weekend at the Madden tournament. It's just another sick, twisted individual with a gun uh, shooting people for no apparent good reason. Of course, there isn't a good reason to shoot people, but it just keeps happening. 888-900-3393. It's all coming up next hour on Pat Gray Unleashed. Pat Gray Unleashed on the Blaze Radio Network. Hey, it's Pat, and thanks for listening to Pat Gray Unleashed. When you have some time, you should check out The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. I think you're going to really like it. You can find it wherever you download your favorite podcast. Pat Gray is here on The mm-hmm. Blaze Radio Network. 888 and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, from world, world of Spots, Pat should just call in uh, Chris Cruz if you need someone to read the Spanish stuff. You know he's somewhere in the building. Oh, yeah. It's probably true. I think he lives here. Does Chris uh, speak Spanish fluently? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, man. I mean, that's, that's assumed, I so, guess. So there are some advantages of coming from Puerto Rico, and that's mm-hmm. apparently one of them. In plantains. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kim Lewandowski says, uh, why haven't the libs, why don't the libs go after Robert Francis for cultural appropriation? Right? Oh, that's right. He's a lib. <laughs> I mean, that's a great question, though, and, and we've asked that as well. It's It seems to be cultural appropriation. When a guy named Robert Francis O'Rourke goes by the name Beto, which is a Hispanic nickname, well, haven't you appropriated his culture? Yeah, I think so. If you were a Republican... Yeah, oh my gosh. He would have already been laughed out of the race. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, for mercenary grip, must you eat on the air? Um, plantains, man. Just a it's question. honor of Chris Cruz. Um, mercenary grip, wait, you mean Lanny Davis, close personal friend and supporter of Hillary Clinton, is a liar? <laughs> I'm absolutely shocked. Shocked, I say. If you can't believe a Clinton confident, who can you trust? <laughs> really good question. Yep. Because normally you would think... Totally, totally believable. I wonder how the donations are, are going for Lanny Davis and uh, Michael Cohen. Oh, yeah, Cohen, look that uh, up. Well, remember when I did it, redirected to... Uh, That's right, somebody hacked something it. Something weird. Yeah, I'm somebody gonna, hacked it and uh, it redirected up. it to something else. I'm going to look this That's up. That's great. <laughs> wonder if they got it back under control. Let's see here. Uh, Hang on, on, let's see. Please. Here we go, go, go fund me page. Oh, he's up to $162,000 of his half a million gold. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Peter Strzok is laughing somewhere. Oh, my gosh. $162,000 for Michael Cohen, Mm -hmm. who made $20 million, they said, from the taxi deal. I mean, the guy's quite wealthy. And now they're saying, Lanny Davis is saying he's broke. And he actually... Uh, went on Megyn Kelly to say, well, of course, if you'd like to help him out, 
go to this GoFundMe page. Is it GoFundMe or some other? Yeah, it's GoFundMe.com. Yeah. Uh, it's the Michael Cohen Truth Fund. <laughs> so you want to you okay. type in Michael Cohen Truth Fund. If you want to go and contribute to it, because mm-hmm. you know our listeners are going to be all over that. Nothing they want to do more than contribute to Michael Cohen, I'm sure. And then the audience laughed at him. They yeah, laughed they at laughed Lanny at Davis him. On, on and Lanny show. Davis was like, well, okay, obviously people don't care. You don't care about him. <laughs> Let's see. 3,115 people. Wow. Isn't that donated. something? That is something else. Uh, I'm going to do some math on that. But still, it's not. It's nothing compared to what's-his-face. Uh, Peter Strzok. Yeah, Peter Strzok, who, who raised three hundred, four hundred thousand dollars In like a minute. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> about, about 50 bucks a person, the average donation to the Michael Cohen Truth Fund. That's pretty amazing. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. It does make you wonder if you started, if you started a, Go, a GoFundMe page for whatever reason, uh, and you just push it out there. How much could you? How much could you stand to make if you promoted? How much did Glenn end bit? up making with his deal? I don't know if he ever. And you know, by the way, yeah, that that's not really for Glenn's shopping excursion. That's actually going to go to oh. saving Christians in the Middle East. Okay. 11,590. Yeah. Which is why that should be, you know, $1,500,000. You're going to tweet this out as you know. Yeah, uh, of course. You knew that? Sure, I I knew that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh 888-900-3393 and uh at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. And of course, uh, over the weekend, John, we lost John McCain. And uh, it, it's been interesting to see some of the reaction to this, especially from the left. And then Alex Jones' reaction, too, because he, uh, he wanted to take the high road. <laughs> this, is, this is phenomenal. And he goes on this rant on, the, on of course, the high road. And it's touching, um, as you'll see here. From Alex Jones. I'm going to take the high road here on John okay. McCain. John sure. Sidney McCain the third, mm-hmm. August 29th, 1936, August 25th, mm-hmm. 2018. Take the high he was road. only three days short of his 83rd birthday. Because Shh. I've been on air 24 years, and McCain's mm-hmm. been a hated figure with conservatives and nationalists. Okay. Hated. So I've had people that were in the Hanoi Hilton, famous, uh, famous. naval aviators. Mm-hmm. And Army aviators, you name it, who were in the Hanoi Hilton with him, saying that he was taken care of in the VIP area uh, be, uh, because he was basically a traitor, and they called him Songbird McCain. Okay. You need to know that his father Good was a famous admiral, the head of the Pacific <laughs> Fleet, his grandfather, mm-hmm. an even more famous admiral. So he's a big blue blood like Robert Mueller or the Bushes or others. They come from railroad families, you name it, very elite. Mm. That said, I want to say that I want his soul, hopefully, to rest in peace. I don't wish death on anybody. I don't wish hell on anybody except maybe child molesters. Mm-hmm. And McCain was a tortured figure. He was a pretty good naval aviator. He did flame out on the ship once and should have been court-martialed but got away with it. <laughs> and he was a pretty good pilot overall. And he did fly over combat zones and had Scud missiles uh, and, and uh, you know, uh, Sam missiles uh, shot at him, service air missiles. So, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, the guy was uh, – I mean, obviously, at some level, had had courage, and you can say, quote, a hero. <laughs> some level. Okay. <laughs> On some level. <laughs> at hero. some level, he had courage. So I was just trying to jot that down as he was taking the high road. Because <laughs> it's pretty hard to get to a road that high. Well, yeah. 
you know, when he was hated, uh, aviators said, aviators shed that he was taken to the VIP area of the Hanoi Hilton, which you know had to be swank, man. That had to be luxurious. (laughs) The VIP area at the Hanoi Hilton, I can't even imagine, Mm -hmm. where they called him a traitor and a songbird, okay, and a blue blood, which to him translates into globalist, of course. Uh, He was a pretty good aviator, but he should have been court-martialed. And at some level, he had courage. (laughs) Okay. But there's the high road. Uh, Thank you for that, Alex. That's great. I mean, the altitude up there on that road. Wow. I mean, there's no oxygen up there. It's Mm -hmm. so high. It's so high that you're going to need oxygen tanks. Uh, So just know that going in. (laughs) Then we have uh, Alex doing a demonstration on his iPhone. Oh, no. And this is pretty interesting because he's trying to show you how to navigate the site. And then at the very end of this uh, is something quite fascinating. We'll show you here in a second. Take a look at this. These are so good. And I heard about it from family and then from George Norrie and others that I had to get involved. Okay. Infowars, yes. Right. There's no space in that. Infowars, yes. Dot com to go look all of this up. Okay. And it is extremely look. Can we, can we pause it here? Is it possible to... Right? Right? Not yet. Not yet. Yeah, well, yeah, is. that's okay. That's right there. Oh, no. So... If you're on the Blaze TV... <laughs> there you go. You can read it now. Nice job, guys. Okay. So it's on one of his tabs, on his iPhone, our naughty T-babe Marissa something. So it's naughty T-babe... So it's... A naughty trans babe, Marissa, on his iPhone, as if he's been searching trans porn or surfing. So, yeah, trans so porn. he's demonstrating something on his phone, and then he uh-huh. closes that window, and then the last, I guess, nine windows that he had open uh-huh. kind of show up. Show up, and, and this we'll- is one of them. Now, I. I I think we have to leave open the possibility that somebody photoshopped that one. Sure, they did a really good job. If Such they a did, great job. But uh, wait a minute, wait that a minute. looks pretty real. You realize we're giving the benefit of the doubt to the yeah, guy, to a who, guy who would not, <laughs> who says we're a CIA operation. <laughs> we're we're a CIA FBI substation, substation. Okay, uh huh. And all of Glenn's employees, of course, are CIA and FBI. Yep. You want me to name names, Sean? Yes, please. Name names. Go ahead. Uh, But uh, (laughs) he's got the information right there. Otherwise, you couldn't do that with it. You couldn't. So, yeah, we're giving the benefit of the doubt to the guy because I don't know if somebody's attacking him this way or if he was stupid enough to tap that iPhone and go back to the last nine tabs and one of them is surfing trans porn. Let's be honest. I mean, it's hard to tell if Marissa is a dude or a chick. You know, I mean. Right. Right. That's right. Hmm? And apparently he he's okay with that. Uh, I I don't know. But uh, pretty amazing. (laughs) Pretty pretty frightening, actually. But yeah, and and the other tabs, there was like a Wall Street Journal article that was open. There was Mm -hmm. another article that says Mm -hmm. Alex Jones... Uh, calls out so-and-so. There was an article about Alex Jones. Uh, I don't know, man. Looked good to me. <laughs> it looks. We can't seem to find anything that says Mm-mm. that he claims that. Of course he will. You know he's going to say that's Photoshopped. 
you know he's going to now say that. Now, think about this. Wasn't he uh, going after those um, transvestite or something like uh, library book story time readers? Remember that? Yes. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah he's come down really hard on, uh, on tr- tr- trans issues. Mm-hmm. And so that's why the one of the sites that's reporting it is a big trans site. And, you know, their their website says eagle-eyed viewers have questions for InfoWars host Alex Jones after he appeared to unwittingly reveal he enjoys watching watching transgender-themed porn. The online conspiracy theory pundit has been banned from a string of social media outlets over his hate-filled rants toward people who are transgender, okay. Muslims, and immigrants. <laughs> so they're actually they're they're actually claiming that that's one of the reasons he's been uh, banned because he doesn't like transgender people. Uh-huh. But despite his extreme beliefs about transgender people, Jones showed off far more than he had intended while plugging health supplements on Infowars this week, and then it it shows. Uh, what we just what we just highlighted for you. So is it <laughs> I don't know. You be the judge. Triple eight nine hundred thirty-three ninety-three. Uh let's just say that you just got a threatening letter from a bank that you don't recognize. And if you're like me, you might just think, ah, that's just some scam and you throw it away. Upon closer inspection, it might be something you need to pay attention to. This has happened to people where they've been foreclosed on because they made no payments on a $100,000 home equity loan that they didn't take out. But the problem is somebody else did on your your title. And it's really easy to do for these professionals. They just scan for your mortgage and your title, which are all stored online now, and they find them there and then transfer it to a quick title deed they forge your signature, and their home, your home is theirs, just like that. And then they can borrow money against your equity and leave you in huge debt, or they could even sell your home out from under you. Now, it sounds, it's really, it's bad. Uh, and there is no bank or identity theft program or insurance program that can protect you from it. <clears throat> what you should do is what I did, and sign up for Home Title Lock, because for pennies a day, Home Title Lock puts a barrier around your home's title and your mortgage. And the instant they detect any tampering at all, they get on there to shut it down. You can find out if you're already a victim of title fraud. Get your $60 search free with the sign-up at HomeTitleLock.com. This is really important for you, and it might make a great gift for somebody in your life, like your parents, your grandparents, somebody who's unsuspecting, owns their home outright, and have no idea this could happen to them. It's HomeTitleLock.com. Go there now. Pat Gray Unleashed returns after this on the Blaze Radio Network. Gray returns. What has happened uh, to CNN? I mean, this wasn't a news organization that was at one point fairly respected, really respected, in fact. And down the middle, they reported on the news. That's what they did. They didn't always spin it. They didn't always attack the president, even when Bush was was in office. Uh, 
And then they actually started going a different way, and they were doing all kinds of uh, interesting investigative pieces and some other kinds of programming a while ago, and it was actually working for them. And then all of a sudden, the Trump election happened, and now they're just full-time Trump bashers. And so they've earned this reputation of bashing Trump no matter what. And everybody sees it, and everybody knows it. And they're the only ones who don't seem to acknowledge that there is a little bit of an issue going on there. <laughs> and Allison Camerata, who used to be at Fox, she used to fill in at Fox and Friends, and she was, I think, the Fox and Friends weekend host. And then she's been at CNN for, I don't know, three years. And wow, has she made the transition nicely. Because she interviewed uh, John Sununu and was interviewing him under the guise that she wanted to talk about John McCain. Because Sununu and McCain were friends. And she wanted to get uh, Sununu's thoughts on John McCain's passing. And yet, all she wanted to do was get Sununu to bash President Trump. And he wasn't... He wasn't having any of it. And she just relentlessly kept going back to it. Listen to this. What do you think about President Trump rejecting the practice of putting out an official White House statement about John McCain's mm. service and sacrifice? Look, that, that, that was printed in the Washington Post. And I have to be honest with you, I don't give much credence to what I read. We also have that reporting. We also have that reporting. Like, that's the be-all and end-all for him. And, oh, okay, well, CNN's reporting it. Well, then, okay, yeah, let's talk about that now. Yeah, that's not the way he goes. Yeah, um, well, <laughs> same thing applies, Alice. <laughs> yeah, well, same thing applies. Governor. Ooh, and that pisses her off. Listen to this. Governor. You come on CNN, mm-hmm. and we appreciate you coming on CNN, and we appreciate your take on it. Yeah. But I don't appreciate you denigrating our reporting. Tough. I think that you know we have excellent reporters here. But are you saying that you don't want to believe that? You don't want to believe that President Trump would do that about I'm John I'm saying Kane. that I don't want to comment on, on a report that I haven't satisfied myself is correct. And if that report hmm. were true... She's still going back to it. I'm not going to answer the hypothetical. It's not Good hypothetical. This is our reporting. We have rock-solid sources Allison, in look, the White House that there was a on, statement that was drafted. You asked me to come on to talk about John McCain. I'm here to talk about John McCain uh, as I remember him. I'm not here to talk about uh, the press's handling of, of uh, a difference between uh, the White House uh, and the mm. press corps at this time. So Sununu tries to get it back on track and talk about McCain because that's what he came on to do. And she will not let it go. It's not the press's handling. It's President Trump's handling of John McCain's death. I mean, death. Okay. give it up. Look, John McCain uh, was uh, a great American who mm-hmm. deserves uh, to be recognized as a great American. Um, he is being recognized by his colleagues and his friends around. Uh, Melania Trump has certainly put out an exceptionally strong statement uh, outlining the appreciation for his service. The White House has recognized uh, the sorrow of the family. And, and I think Americans ought to be looking at the positive side, not trying to create a, a division amongst people who are in, in joint uh, uh, sorrow mourning a great America. And are you satisfied that President Trump's statement goes far enough? 
So what is this? The fourth or fifth time I mean, she goes is, back to Trump? This is this is not only hey, this an is attack on Trump. Man. This is dishonoring John McCain's it, exactly memory. Right. Oh. Exactly right. That's exactly right. I mean, this is, I think, the fifth time going back to the, the Trump well. Uh, I suspect there'll be additional statements over time. And, and I think uh, this effort to try and create a cleavage there really does disturb me. Uh, it is, Sorry, can you repeat that? Sorry, somebody of, was talking about this effort to fact, what? Cleavage between the White House <laughs> and, and, the, and uh, those that are mourning John McCain. Cleavage? Are you talking about my breastages now? Uh, are you, is that what you're doing, uh, Governor Sununu? Is that you're, you're talking about my? Is that uh, you can't even see my cleavage? It is uh, this s- effort by the press to <laughs> accentuate the negative that I think has created the climate that prevents Amazing, man. Uh, Amazing. in the long term the bipartisanship that John McCain supported. And right. I don't want to be a part of rubbing whatever salt there is in whatever wound there may be. Uh, because I think that just adds to the division. Mm-hmm. I'm here because I lost a, a, a good friend. I wanted to express my concern about that. I wanted to mm-hmm. applaud what he contributed to the country. I wanted okay. to underscore the relationship he had with the state of New Hampshire. And I'm not here to play the political games that some of the press want to play at this moment of, of what I think is great sorrow for the country. Just to be clear, we don't see it as a game. Okay, good for you. And to be clear, the and press clear. didn't create whatever division exists that President Trump feels Back again. that allowed well. him to good spike gosh. his statement She's that General John relentless. Kelly wanted him to put out about John McCain's sacrifice. Mm. The press didn't Allison, invent everybody, that. Everybody, everybody reflects their concerns in ways that are consistent with whatever they feel. I've expressed my concern. Uh, uh, the loss of John McCain, who I think was a great American, a great American hero uh, in the military, a great American hero in the political process, and frankly, a great American hero on a personal level to people that knew him mm-hmm. well. And it is on those three levels that I sense the loss, and I have expressed my my feelings uh, of of sorrow for him uh, having passed, and my expression of feelings of sorrow. For, for his personal family who lost him, and for a country who lost a great American hero. You're not alone, Governor. So many people feel that way. So many people echo that today. And that's why it is notable that the president and, doesn't. And back to it again for the seventh time. That is that, that is, is embarrassing. I, it's just, it's ridiculous at this point. It's just, it's madness at this point. Well, I'm here to talk about my friend. And John he still McCain. doesn't take the bait. You appear so to be great. here to talk about something that you think you can exploit. And I find that nice. rather unpleasant. Wow. Governor. Governor. Again. I'm going to be condescending now. And I'm going to have Governor. the last word. Yep. Again, it, we don't have to try to exploit something. This is a fact. This is a truism. Well, that why the, are you dwelling on it? Because I have President, given you my comments. I, would, I have given you my comments. She goes on back it, to it for the eighth and time. And I'm here to talk about John McCain. Wow. Fair. And I just reject your premise that this is something the press Jeez. has created. It has been customary, probably since George Washington was president, to honor a war then hero. You should, make, you should make your inquiries directly to the White House if you want a direct answer. <laughs> You, I mean, I mean, somebody got owned about eight times. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, that's 
that's an amazing job by John Sununu. Yeah. He handled that really well. Very well. Really well. And she was, it just highlighted how awful she was. Just relentlessly going after the White House and Donald Trump. And, you know, there are things you could probably criticize uh, about what the the way the White House has responded to this. For instance, the White House flag's returning already to, to full staff. It's less than 48 hours after John McCain's death. So that definitely breaks with tradition. They usually wait until the burial. Uh, but the White House apparently saw fit to put, put the flags back at full staff uh, already. And is that a little unusual? Yeah. Um, but I, I don't know what you make out of it. I I guess that, um, you know, the president's not even pretending that he's friends with John McCain. I mean, I think, I think that's pretty clear. And look, if CNN wants to make that point that Allison Camerata could not let go of, don't do it after you invite, you're basically using, Mm -hmm. uh, John Mm -hmm. Sununu as a prop. Right. Instead of a guest, he is just the avenue to lay into Trump via the McCain story. Like Sununu said, call the White House. Yeah. If you want to ask them about their response to this, what are you doing asking me? Call the White House and go after them and see what they say about it. But I can't remember the last time a guest handled him or herself that well. No, it's really John good. Sununu did. Really amazing. 888-933-93. Uh, somebody much less amazing. Hmm? Uh, Jeffy, coming up next with... <laughs> Chewing the fat. <laughs> Pat Gray. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. It's time to chew the fat with uh, Jeffy. Happy Monday. Here we are on the threshold of uh, the college football season. Oh, I know. Which kicks off in earnest this weekend. I'm really excited. To have football back. Really, really excited. Now, that excitement could end very quickly. Or. Uh, oh, no, you said they were going to go undefeated. No, I did not well, say I'm that. I'm sorry, 5-0. I did not say that. You, I said, said it could. First they fo- could happen. Pat. It could. I said Are you could. walking this and back said, already? No, I, I never had to walk it back because you jumped on it when I said could. <laughs> they could be 5-0. and That's oh, impossible. And you said, first there's of all, no if they're 5-0, and I'll eat your that's, underwear. That's correct because there's yeah. no way that's going right. to happen. I didn't predict it was going to happen. I just said well. it could happen, and it could. And you jumped on. <laughs> oh, first of all, first of all, I don't necessarily know that I said they, first of all, but it's, if they go five and zero, oh, I'll eat your underwear. Those were your exact words. I don't know that that's those a quote, were your exact pretty words. Pretty close. I want him to eat Al Roker's <laughs> underwear. That's what I'm. Wondering. That would be great. Well, I was told that if if, if the Jeffy has eat my underwear, it will be Al Roker underwear. Yeah, you were told that. That's right. Because I'm going to poop my pants that day. <laughs> Monday they're five and zero, oh, and you eat my underwear. I'm, I'm going to poop my pants. 
Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, so there you go. I mean, it's looking good, Missouri, man. I'm telling you, it's a good season. A good year. Yeah, Missouri starts to... out with the really always difficult. I mean, you throw out the record books when Missouri and Tennessee Martin get together. We got look. We got our first couple games to get the get our feet wet, get into the season. You know, because we've got yeah. Because game got number SC, two is the mighty Wyoming Cowboys. Yeah, we've got Woo! we've got com- hey, now, hey. we've got conference Woo! play coming up. Oh, oh you uh-huh. don't know about that. That's right. Your team doesn't have a conference. No, we don't have. We don't <laughs> need right. a conference because we're playing That's everybody right. outside of conference. I know you we do that so because you try to make people think you're worth something. We are worth something. You'll see. We'll What's see. That at large, you don't need to, just because right. your, your schedule sucks doesn't mean you have to Our denigrate my Cougars. You don't have to denigrate them. Oh, my gosh. Arizona is what we start with, mm. followed by Cal. Both Pac-12 George, schools. all these SCT teams are not terrible. I'm sorry. Alabama. We well, play that's later. Georgia. I'm talking about your your opening schedule of Tennessee Martin. And Wyoming. Wyoming. And Purdue. And Purdue. Purdue like, played pretty good last year. The dregs of the Big Ten. Purdue played pretty good last year. The dregs of the Big Ten. And Wyoming's been a, been a, uh, been a struggling uh, team for a while. <laughs> yes, they have. Actually, they look pretty good against New Mexico State Saturday. They've they've always they had, they've New always Mexico been really State. close, and then they had uh, a couple years ago they were on the verge of being really good, and they one of their players died, and it shook them up for a couple you know for a one of their years. players died. Yeah, I got in a car wreck really bad. And, oh, was it yeah, a punter? I, I don't remember who it was. I just remember that it shook mm. them. You know, it mm. made the team not be focused enough for the season. You know, it was all about the guy, mm. and as well it it should be. I'm not taking mm-hmm. that away from them, but yeah, you know, it it shook them up. So they're you know they're they're on their way back to the Cowboys. <laughs> so you got the mighty Tennessee Martin. So we're looking at you got at, Wyoming, uh, you got Purdue. We've got uh, Arizona, gonna... California, Wisconsin mm-hmm. in our first in the first three for BYU. Right. Yeah. Okay, good for you. Okay. Yes. That's why I was saying. Yes. There's no way it's going to be. We'll see. Well, we'll see. We'll see. My prediction for this season is ten and two. That's my prediction. That sounds a pretty good prediction for Missouri too. Yeah, ten and two. I think maybe you know maybe we we can't quite get by Alabama and Auburn, and maybe we can't get by Georgia. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, the yeah, rest of them we will. So you think they beat Auburn? The do they win. play Auburn? Maybe don't they think, don't play I don't think Auburn. Auburn's on the schedule. This oh, okay, All right. but uh, and we got you know we got Drew Locke, Heisman Trophy candidate. Yeah, uh, yeah. first team All SEC quarterback. I uh-huh. mean, he's the man. Uh huh. Yeah, he's. I mean, he's got a lot of hype going into the year. I, I will know. admit that. Yeah, he's. They, they're all about him, man. And he's, you know, he's passed for you know eight million yards. So we'll see. So let's we'll see. see. What pays off. Uh, SEC wise, you got Georgia, Alabama, South Carolina is not that good anymore. Yeah, I know Kentucky, Kentucky, Vanderbilt. Yeah, Vanderbilt's always tougher than you. Florida is not very good anymore. Tennessee's not that great. Arkansas, uh, yeah, maybe go ten and two. Yeah. If they're good, it's funny how you just, Maybe. You just downplay the conference play. I did, yeah, because it's oh, they're mediocre not that good at anymore. Best. They're not that good anymore. They're yeah, not. We've got a conference, <laughs> <Anyway>. <laughs> and a pretty good one at that. <laughs> yeah. No, actually, it lays out pretty good. Actually, You're yeah, it right. does. Yeah, no, does. looks good. And we've always struggled with Georgia and Alabama, as many teams have. Everybody uh, but does, we, but we really have. I mean, that yeah. that Georgia has mm. really ticked me off. I mean, it's. Uh, mm. Oh, I want, what do you mean? I want Missouri to beat them so bad. It's what not did they happen. do to you? I, they I'm not familiar. Did. They just did. 
They, <laughs> they, just, they just did. did. Just did. Like, was it a bad <laughs> call? Was bulldogs. it cheating? What, they have, yeah, you know what? Maybe it was. Oh, maybe it was. <laughs> they, wait, they maybe have it was. And Alabama, they're just always thinking they're so damn. I know. So Alabama, I'm tired of it. Me Every too. year. So Every sick of year. Them. Tired of it. Knocked them well, off. They their robbed perch. that championship game last year. Right. Georgia. They've robbed it all. Referees. <laughs> <laughs> so I have a serious question. Mm-hmm. All right, serious question. And I know we've been talking, you know, college football, and that's definitely serious, no doubt. But. Serious question. When when can we say something bad again about John McCain? <laughs> I don't know. Can we ever? Y- yes. Can we ever say something bad against John McCain ever again? Yes. I mean, do you we have, can. Is it thirty yeah, years? Is it? Is I don't. It a I don't. Week? I, I, yeah, at least a week, maybe. I don't know. It's the next time you remember that Obamacare is still intact because of him. Right. Yeah. It's, I oh, mean, I just remembered. You know, he's not. He was not a friend to conservatives. He's just not. I mean, I'm, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry that he's gone. I know NBC is taking the big hit on their, uh, you know, everybody got mad at NBC for the way they announced it. For going directly into dolphin heads? But, yeah. Um, well, they went back to regular programming. I what know. are you talking they, about? They should have provided a buffer there. I don't know what they could have done, what, but what something else. Done? Something else. I mean, they went back to regular programming. Did I you know. see it? I did you see know it. What? Yeah, I saw you, it. We you, played it. You put okay, up good. the NBC breaking news logo, and you hold that shot until the dolphins are off the stage. But then was, you go but back. But you know, it was a replay of Tuesday night's episode okay. of America's Got Talent. It was a replay. Replay? Yeah, Friday nights. Well, then they should have. They should have known. You know, so they could have gone longer. They could yeah. now look. Yes, they should have known. Yes, they could have gone longer on know. the breaking news, but they wanted to drive everybody to MSNBC. Amazing. Here's the amazing part. That's that makes it even worse because I, it was I didn't realize it, it was live. A, yeah, yeah. So they knew what was what was yes. what they were going back into. Yeah, but and know. you went right back into it. I mean, come on, it's now. regular programming. People are there to watch the regular program. You gave them the breaking news. Look, it happens. Oh, you're did live. You, did not, you see it? Yeah, and yeah. you're not uh, concerned at all. You it's, didn't. You didn't like the Yumbo dump with their no. dolphin love story. No, because they're pretty funny. So actually, terrible. Did they move on? They're pretty funny. If you uh, missed it, do we have the? Let, let's show what we're talking about. NBC goes from breaking news of John McCain's death into dolphin-headed guys making dolphin noises well, and the, then kissing Yumbo, like Yumbo dump. dolphins. Here, here. Yumbo dump is their ass. And again this evening, the breaking news, NBC News confirming the death of Senator John McCain at the age of 81. This has been an NBC News special report. We will return to our regular programming on the NBC network. Our live coverage continues on MSNBC. There you go. So good. Okay. Come on. Come on, Come is on. right. Come on, yes. is Come on. right. Because they knew that's what they were going back into. You can't buffer that somehow. It's regular You're NBC. Programming. Come on now. You either elongate and go past this, mm-hmm. or you go into a spot that's you know not quite as stupid, uh, nonsensical, uh, something to buffer the airwaves there between the <laughs> the very somber. John McCain announcement and guys, great big fat guys walking around with dolphin heads and making dolphin noise. Oh, you know what it is? He's defending the fat guys. Yeah, that's it. That, that's what that's we right. found. Solidarity it's fat guy with club, fat guy. right? It's a fat guy, guy mean, club. Okay. FGC. Whatever. Fat guy club? It is a little, it is a little fat shaming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is a little, that's all I'm saying. It is a little fat shaming. And I feel kind of bad for Neil Simon 
who died uh, this weekend. Yeah, he I mean, got he's no, getting lost in the shuffle, man. Yeah, yeah. Oh, John McCain, John McCain, John McCain. Oh, yeah, Neil Simon. John McCain, John McCain. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, he was 91. Yeah. And he he's done a lot for, I mean, Hollywood, Broadway, television. Mm-hmm. Guy was everywhere for, you know, a bunch decades. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, sorry. He's gone, John McCain. <laughs> it's kind of sad, actually. Um, good news, Pat, though. Mm-hmm. For you, and I, I don't know if you're aware of this, and you may have you may have missed it this weekend, and because uh, it was you know made the rounds on on Twitter and and uh, on some of the other social media sites, and it was good to learn. And I know that you've asked a couple of times. Well, maybe it wasn't you that asked, but somebody asked me about. Man, you know, I wish they made underwear lingerie <laughs> for men. <laughs> Somebody asked. Wasn't, I, it might not have been I, I you. I don't think it was me. But no. there's a company now, uh, based in Los, Australia, that uh, you know you can buy lingerie for men now. Oh, wonderful! And uh, they've got their line. Finally, um, it's a unique line of bras and knickers, especially for men. If you're watching on Blaze Television, you'll be able to be able to take a look. It's for the male who wants to wear something a, a little more sexy. Uh, that's, that's not. Oh, see. May I just say that's not sexy. See, I, I, <laughs> now I'm a man, so maybe I'm not the best what are judge you of this. About? I sent a crop version of that uh, one, uh, but uh, oh, apparently God. Jeffy did not. No, you don't need a crop oh, version. Okay, what well. are you talking about? That's oh. all over the internet. Ick. I know. It's, uh, Ick. <laughs> the other guy's got uh, washboard abs, and I he's know. wearing a bra. Why would you do that? And I do love the. I love don't the, get that. the idea that it is about the lingerie, so it isn't about. Who's actually wearing it? Uh-huh. But nobody's showing their face. No, the <laughs> models are not showing point. their face. Do you blame it's them? All of, well, no. <laughs> well, but if you, uh, you know, it's out there for you. If you yeah, want, it's out if there. you okay. want to, you know, if you yeah, want to wear that it, information. feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. It's, appreciate it's that. important that good uh, stuff right there. It's important yeah. that people. You want to feel good all under? Then, then there's your thing. Hey, right. right. Wait a minute. I feel good all under. Remember that? There was an underwear co- uh, commercial like that, wasn't yes, there? Yes, there was. Was it Haynes? It Ooh. might have been Haynes or... I feel wait, good wait, all wait, under. Wait, wait. If BYU goes 5-0, and oh, uh-huh. are you going to surrender your lacy undies uh, for Jeffy to eat? If I had lacy undies, that's oh, what if. I would wear mm-hmm. that day. Mm-hmm. Sure. Mm-hmm. But, uh, See, there's a big difference, though, in mm-hmm. the idea of wearing women's underwear mm-hmm. and wearing lingerie made for men. That's a big difference there? There is a little bit of difference. But is there? I, I feel like I should probably just stop talking about yeah, it. Yeah, I feel it's, like you should, too. I'm going deeper into mm-hmm. the psychology mm-hmm. that I want to yeah. go. And, yeah. I mean, I don't, I, not that I want to go, because I'll yeah, go. Yeah, as I know. I know you will. you want to go. I, I, I don't want to go any deeper. <laughs> don't want to go any deeper. So thank you for that. <laughs> Appreciate the warning on that. You're welcome. No problem. Yeah. Anytime. <laughs> Good news. The scientists have created... Uh, uh, a new source. Well, they haven't created. They've found. They found a new source of the bacteria that can help people with a variety of diseases. And, uh, you know, everyone's trying to load up on uh, probiotics and balance their gut bacteria. Mm-hmm. There's all kinds of, uh, you know, products out there. Well, scientists have now found that uh, the probiotics in baby poop uh, is good for you. <laughs> and uh, they usually, babies are pretty healthy, clearly do not suffer from age-related diseases. So, uh, assistant professor of uh, molecular medicine at Wake Forest School of Medicine. Mm-hmm. And, of course, their poop is readily available. Oh, good. So, they're, um, <laughs> they've tested this bacteria strain to help people fight diseases and derail gut health. 
Now, they've tested it on mice, which is, you know, good, good news. And uh, they've put the, it's been, a, it was a closed study. They, they used the, the feces from the babies and fed it to the mice. And it, and looked it was good. probiotic? It was probiotic. <laughs> it was probiotic. <laughs> I have to admit, even though yeah. we talk about probiotic and prebiotic yeah. every day, no idea what it does or how, it what, helps what your it gut is. Health. It helps it your doesn't, gut Okay, good. And I'm telling you, I'm looking forward to the, I mean, this could be a million-dollar idea, actually. Uh, you know, poo, poop smoothies. Poop smoothies. Poo, poop smoothies. <laughs> the new chocolate flavor. <laughs> I mean. Okay. All right. Thank I, you. Thank I'm just you. saying it's a, it's a, I know you what you're saying. Use the idea. Those okay. of you listening on, on the Blaze, mm-hmm. uh, Blaze Radio or Blaze poop Television. Smoothies, baby poop smoothies. Baby poop smoothies, uh, you know, are poolicious. <laughs> I was thinking just off the top of my head there. Might, you might be able to come up with something better. <laughs> just yeah. thinking. I'd say there's about a 100% chance of coming up with something better. Than poolicious? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Stop it. <laughs> I know that's hard to believe. It is hard yeah, to believe. Okay. Yeah. I know you watched uh, the big YouTube uh, Logan Paul KSI fight this weekend uh, on YouTube. It was only, it was only 10 bucks. These the guys, who fight? The, the Logan Paul KSI fight on YouTube. They had it set up in, in Manchester. Okay, They had all these YouTubers get together, mm-hmm. and uh, they had a six hours paid YouTube event. 10 bucks. Okay, mm-hmm. They had about 800,000 people pay. Plus the venue of about a little over twenty thousand people, mm. pay to see these guys fight and get to the you know get to the the undercards and the main event. I don't know who, who then, are these people. Uh, the YouTube stars, baby. Paul Logan you know, and Logan KSI. Paul, Logan Paul and Logan KSI. Paul. Yeah, and KSI. Yeah. Who's KSI? The Paul Brothers. He's he's a, a YouTube star from uh, from so the United Kingdom. So two YouTube stars. But I'm just saying they they had this fought. battle going on for months, okay. back and forth, and they had. But my 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 point is is that. Amazing that they had that that many people paid ten bucks a pop and more people they were they were that's eight catch, million dollars they were catching people wow. online stealing it and a couple of sites wow. uh, were saying at one point there was well over a million people watching illegally wow. so I mean think of the money they lost on the illegal streams but the video now there of the replay six hours long already has five and a half million views who won. Uh, the main part, the Logan Paul KSI fight, uh, ended up in a draw. They got a ref- They're going to fight again. Get out of here! It was was it a bare knuckle fight? Was no, it, it was a- boxing? Uh, okay, boxed. so they had full size boxing yeah, gloves on. Yeah. Ah, boxed. You can't hurt anybody like that. I mean, it, was, it wasn't a bad fight. Really? You yeah, did watch yeah, it? I watched it. I watched. I watched the last. And what's their beef between the two of them? I they're don't just, know what they do. Just a YouTube beef against each other. Is it real or they made it up? I think it's kind of real. Yeah. So do they split eight million bucks? Get four million each on that? I don't know what their that cut pisses is me off. That, but that something's got to be done. But they're going to they'll fight again in February, right? They'll, I mean, come think on of this. now. This is in the United Kingdom. So how much has gone to taxes? They'll fight again in the United States in February, and it'll be they'll make more money than this. And they'll figure out a way that people can't steal it, too. Right. So. Even more. Oh, they're going at it, though. They're, yeah. That looks serious. No, I mean, it was. They've, got, the they've got headgear. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, yes. It was, it was. Like the 10-ounce gloves, but still. Yes. Oh, they're no, going but at they it. Look, yeah, yeah, there was. It they're was going the, at it. It was not. I, the, the fight, I don't know what either of them do. Yeah. The fight ended in a draw, mm-hmm. but it was. It really was a, 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 a draw. I mean, it was. It, you watched the whole fight. thing? Yeah. How many rounds do they go? One? Six. 
They went six rounds? Seriously. Wow. That's hard. Yeah. Seriously, you've got to be in good shape for that. that For you, over six rounds of boxing. Well, it's not just popcorn, right? Yeah. It's bowls of ice cream. It's uh, milkshakes. Yeah. It's and who eats? I mean, at home, you're at home. It's buckets. They come in little right? bags yeah. out of the microwave. Yeah. What are you talking about? Uh-huh. Yeah. The, sing, the single serve ones. <laughs> about this. Yeah. Don't try to shortchange him, Keith. Yeah. Sorry. All right, we're gonna we're gonna and get said, some more oh, okay. uh, in just a second. Uh, but first, mm. you know. You now can get a real solution for stubborn earwax. The Wax RX Earwash System is doctor-developed and works safely when all other products fail. The Wax RX System is a method physicians trust the most, and it's just like the system they use in their offices. Because when your ears aren't clean, they get really uncomfortable. They itch. They're painful. And what's the number one thing you want to do? Get them unplugged. And with the Wax RX system, you're going to be able to do that. The Wax RX system uses special wax softening drops to break down earwax inside the ear. It's specially engineered pump fitted with a unique tip to gently deliver the perfect amount of cleansing pressure to flush wax away. And finally, the pH condition formula rinses and soothes your ears, making for the ultimate, most complete earwax removal system available. Go to usewaxrx.com, order your reusable earwash system today. Use the offer code RADIO because... I mean, they're going to ship it to you for free. Just use the offer code radio. Usewaxrx.com. USEWaxrx.com. Pat Gray on the Blaze Radio Network. Now back to Pat Gray 888- on the Blaze Radio Network. 888-933-93. A lovely and uh, talented. <laughs> <laughs> Jeffy uh, Whoa, is here. Curveball. Did you say coming. something funny? Or? Uh, yeah. You no, know, I, I said you're I lovely. Said something ridiculous. I didn't hear what you, That's all right. I didn't hear what you said. I didn't know nah, what nah, not, it's not worth repeating. Try that wax so. RX. So <laughs> Skylar Diggins-Smith uh, is a three-time WNBA <laughs> All-Star. First team all uh, WNBA and the highest player mm-hmm. on the Dallas Wings. And she's still making less money than NBA players who are younger oh, and have less accolades than her. And, and you know why? Sporting News ran a story mm-hmm. about this. Oh, good. I'm glad. About the percentage. And she How said players she in the NBA what get she about make? 50% of the revenue. Twelve fifty an hour. Yeah, she makes twelve fifty an hour, uh-huh. yeah. and she's upset because some of the players in the WNBA have to go overseas in the off season, earning much yeah. higher wages. Yeah, you know why? Because the NBA is huge, and the WNBA is not. Okay, that's there's a little bit of a difference in name? the revenue brought in by the NBA and what's brought in by the WNBA. Well, what I like is uh, there was a tweet <laughs> attached to this particular story from uh-huh. Sporting News this weekend by okay. uh, Jordy Shacks. Um, and he gives a list of six things that uh, he wanted to be wanted to, to remind uh, Skyler. Good. About. Okay, this is going to be good. Uh, <laughs> number one, I hope. NBA <laughs> made seven point nine billion dollars last year in revenue. Number two, mm-hmm. WNBA made twenty five million dollars in revenue. I've last done year. the same report. Number three, on my Facebook page, WNBA has thirty he games. Stole this from me. Uh, he does. Okay, yeah, good. He stole well, then, it, the bastard. Yeah, I won't give him credit. Then take his yeah, and you, his name. So out. you found this on Pat Gray's website. So I got website. this on Pat Gray's website yeah. on a Facebook page. Yeah. Uh, number four, NBA, <laughs> WNBA. I did that exact figure: seven point nine billion, as opposed to twenty five million. I mean, it's it's. 
so unbelievably vast, the difference, the difference between the they two? Have 30 games, NBA has 82. Right. Average okay. attendance, 16,568 last year NBA. for the NBA. Right. The WNBA attendance average was 6,000. Plus, did he go into TV revenue and all no, that? No. TV he, ratings but at the and end, all he that? Said, no, he didn't want to steal your entire okay, thing. Okay, all right. But he said that uh, simple economics, but sure, let's make it into a gender thing. Right, that's great. That's good. I'm glad somebody I, else brought it back I up because it has to be said. There's a reason for the disparity in in basketball, right? And tennis, whatever whatever the case is. Whatever. I mean, I mean, the, the only sport a- I can see that maybe has a point on that is uh, the U.S. women's soccer team because they have World Cup titles, yeah, they, do. they have Olympic titles, they do draw pretty well, and in some cases outdraw the men. They've They've got an issue, and you know what? They brought it up and got the raise, I think, that put them on parity with the men's team. Good for them. So, yeah. I mean, where it's legitimate, let's fix it. Where it's illegitimate, let's not. Like the WNBA as opposed to the NBA. That's ridiculous. Uh, Agreed. And I just want to get in. I, I understand that our Lori D, uh, one of our avid listeners, is uh, yeah. recovering, uh-huh. recovering from uh, cataract, cataract yeah. surgery. Uh-huh. It's probably uh-huh. done by now. So, she had that earlier. Today. I mean, if she can see a lot better now, so she be, should be able to find the website that, to order food, right. to deliver food here. And right. if you're recovering, what else have you got to do but order <laughs> food for us? Mm-hmm. That's it. That's you got one good eye. Eye. You got mm-hmm. right. Everybody's feeling sorry for you. They're going to be bringing you stuff. You order stuff for us. That's a good point, I mean, Jeffy. I can't argue hello. with it. I pay can't it argue with it. Hello. Right? And it's National Banana Day, so a banana cream pie might hit the spot. I just in theory. Know. I'm just throwing it out there. A banana shake hmm. would be fine. That'd be fine, too. Sure. Pat Gray. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. Hi, it's Pat, and I want to tell you about another podcast that I think you're going to love. It's called The News and Why It Matters. It's a group of us talking about the news stories that we think are important every day and why those stories matter to you. The News and Why It Matters. Look for it wherever you download your favorite podcasts. Pat Gray is here. On the Blaze Radio Network. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three, And at Pat Unleashed, where uh, Jeremy Barnes tweets. Thanks for talking about baby poop smoothies, Jeffy. You're welcome. I just threw away my chocolate shake because of you. <laughs> oh, come on. Don't, that's that's un-American right there. Yeah. I mean, we uh, would have taken it. Yeah. Send it to us. Okay. Stop it. Uh, Martian Flatulence tweets. First rule of Fat Guy Club, you don't talk about Fat Guy Club. Unless you're talking to Jeffy, then you beat him over the head with Fat Guy Club. Metaphorically, of course. Uh, Charles Gall says, first rule of FGC, and he does it too. Nobody talks about Fat Guy Club. Second rule of FGC, eat a steak sandwich. Or two. Or two. And then shut up. All right, triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. President just announced he's going to uh, pull us out of NAFTA. He's wow. terminating NAFTA. Now we're we're that's trying huge. to do a separate deal right now with Mexico, and apparently that's really close. But Canada, they don't seem to be involved with 
uh, any negotiations with us on uh, on a trade deal. I just put the paper in front of him, tell him to sign it. You know what? Just make him a just annex it. It'll be North Montana from I, now on. I love that. North Montana. Yeah, we've got some papers for you to sign. If you don't mm-hmm. like it, guess what? You're mm-hmm. now the United States, and we're taking you over. Might as well be, right? Period. Yeah. Other I than like North Montana, that's good. Other than oot and a boot, and uh, you know, a couple other re- like curling. I mean, they might as well be American. We already right. won the gold medal in curling. We already own them at that. Right. So they'll so there's just no point. fold right into the country. No Bring you're your already, dumb curling. You're team. already coming to Florida to get health care. Right. So just don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. You're North Montana North Montana. <laughs> when, we, when it says big sky country, that's what the heck it means. Then we'll just change it to really big sky country. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah. And that's, I think that'll still fit on the license plate on oh, Montanans. Yeah. Oh, so no problem. We'll see. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. I I, uh, I I love this NBC report that uh, switched into the dolphin head performance right. on uh, now. What could they have done differently? Because you think it's okay that they did that. Yeah, I right? mean, I, I don't see, I, I don't find it as terrible as a lot of people treated it. No, I think you know it happens with live programming. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, back. To However, you're going live to recorded, so know. you know what's there. Correct. And you try, and you don't one, do anything to try to avoid one that of the things train wreck. That, that we right. One of the things that we did learn, you know, a long time ago in radio is that when you mm-hmm. are running a, a, a best of show, yeah. you are able to. Stop it and start it. Yes. Amazing. Uh-huh. And so, you also know what's on it in advance. Right. So. Right. And, and even besides what's on it, I mean, you're able to, you get this breaking news and they go to a break. Why, you know, they're, whoever is just just letting it roll, that's just being lazy yeah. for, at the network is all that is. They started yeah. it. They're just going to let it roll. And here's your breaking news. Go to, Which is why I don't think it's so bad really is because that's what, they just let it roll. They did their breaking news. They want. They drove people to MSNBC for more coverage. Back to the show. Yeah, and that's just that's just yeah. that's just lazy. The other thing that was uh, really big that happened over the weekend um, was this just yesterday. I think it was the shooting at the video game yes, tournament in Jacksonville. It's really sad. Yeah. Really sad. Guy lost. Twenty four years old. We're not going to say his name because we, we don't. We don't. We don't want to. I almost retweeted a tweet yesterday with this picture on it too, and I was oh, like, oh really? no, yeah. Yeah, we don't want to publicize these guys because that seems to be what they crave in some cases. Now, it's also weird that a lot of them intend to commit suicide after the event. So what good does it do you to get this attention? It's just, it's bizarre. None of it makes any sense. And you can't make oh, sense out of it. that's part of the problem, it. right? It's great. Yes. So it seems to me, I've seen this guy on ESPN before because he's he was a pretty good gamers. tournament gamer. And he won one of the tournaments uh, a while ago that, and you know, People don't realize, I think, a lot of people, how much money is involved in this. A lot. A lot. Uh, they make really good money when they win these tournaments. Uh, and so, I don't know. He's obviously disturbed, and he lost in this particular tournament and then came back and shot up the place and killed several guys. Uh, two, so right? Sad. Was it two? He killed two. The first and report, and nine. I, heard, I heard today that it was that two uh were killed in the fr- they were first reporting more than that yeah they said three at first yeah and so i mean i'm was glad that that number dropped it's really and it, were... it, it was streaming when yeah. he did it yeah and so the audio i watched i watched the uh the video and the audio and, mm-hmm. and i don't know whether we have it or not we but do it, it's uh yeah. 
That's frightening. It's it's really disturbing. Um, here's what happened uh, yesterday. So you see them playing the game. Got a lot of good games going on. It's a lot so these two guys are playing, and then listen to the background. Inset. And there's the gunshots. And the game shuts off. Oh man. Oh, that's really. Mm. And the mic. That's just so disturbing. So, so disturbing. Now, people say that you could see the laser target on one of the guys. I didn't notice that there. Did Oh, on the inset? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I, did, I, really? I didn't actually I see that. I have to go I back. Didn't, I did yeah, not see, I didn't that. see that. But they say you can, I mean, okay. you can see the laser, laser target on him. Uh, just really disturbing. I mean, that makes it really even sad. Makes it even worse. Yeah, it does. Um, and the game they were playing was Madden 19. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's not like they're playing shooting games, so you make that connection. That, But, I mean, there's just a certain disconnect in this Boy, no generation kidding. of people, it seems. Yeah. And I don't, I don't know if that's because they think they should win. They're owed victory. They're owed uh, rewards when they participate because we've always given them participation trophies. So it, every time, yeah. every time something happens where they lose and they don't collect the prize, they can't handle it. Is that what's going on now? For yeah. the actual yeah. loss, they can't take any kind they of loss. They can't take in their any life. sort of setback. Yeah, there you go. And by the way, they do have the freeze frame. The guy in the red shirt, apparently, the laser is uh, on him. I'm being told. On his clothes, yeah. Um, left oh, shoulder. Oh, Man, that's that's really something. Oh. That is chilling. No kidding. That is chilling. <sighs> So I, mean, I don't know. It is it that, you can't look, handle you can't it, handle any disappointment you know, in your life? And and we could you know go there and, and it's it's an easy street to go down. Or we you know the guy is already screwed up. Right? He's already yeah. got mental problems. He was involved in this. Yes. And, you know this somehow just made it uh, you know worse. I, I you know I, I don't know. It's so many we we talk about we need better mental health care. Okay, well then let's get it. It's really, you know, it's really hard to know what to do with this and and to try to get a grip on it. You know, it's not it's not the gun's fault. Uh, the gun control doesn't help, as evidenced by the strictest gun control legislation in the country in Chicago and the fact that they have 60, 70, 80 shootings every weekend where 10 to 15 or 20 people die every weekend. Well, how is your gun control working there? Not well. Same with D.C., same with Baltimore. So what is the solution? I don't know. Uh, I just, I don't know. Um, because you can take the guns away from law-abiding people, and that just makes the situation worse. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know that, that that really doesn't solve anything. You're not going to convince no. uh, the people against against guns of that, but it really doesn't solve anything. And there's a, a mounting pile of evidence to the contrary but it still doesn't convince them doesn't matter um there's also uh, a mounting pile of evidence that the nordic countries may not be the uh utopia we thought they were because of their wonderful socialism those are the countries that everybody points to well there the socialism works great there look how happy they are look how happy well they did some research um in the shadow of happiness <laughs> They looked at uh, data collected across five years from 2012 to 16 to try to better better understand 
the happiness superpowers because it's the same countries every year. Um, right. And it's it's always Finland, the happiest country on earth, Norway, or Denmark. Those are the top three. Then we've got Iceland, Switzerland, Netherlands, Canada, New Zealand, Sweden, and Australia in the top ten. So are they really that thrilled? Are they really that happy? When asked to mark their satisfaction with life on a scale of one to ten with people above uh, a seven categorized as thriving, fives and sixes struggling, and anyone scoring below a four is suffering. So 12.3% of people living in the Nordic region said they were struggling or suffering. 13.5% of people ranked themselves as such. Um, this level only worsened in the age bracket of 80 or above, a group more affected by issues like illness. Found general health and mental health were both closely associated with happiness. Unemployment, income, and sociability also playing a role. Um, their data found that these problems are being uh, reported more by young people in particular in these countries. We're seeing that this epidemic of mental illness and loneliness is reaching the shores of the Nordic countries. In Denmark, 18.3% of people 16 to 24 said they suffer from poor mental health, while the number uh, rose to 23.8% for women in that age bracket. Now, the criteria they usually use for the happiness thing is like, Part of it is how much access do you have to healthcare? How much access do you have to certain programs? So that's why the socialist countries always score really high. They don't actually go door to door or call people on the phone and say, hey, are you wildly happy to live in Finland? <laughs> what? You haven't received a call? <laughs> no. You've never received no. a call asking it, if you're happy? I have not. And neither of almost all Finlanders. <laughs> but wait, they get everything handed to them from yes, the government, right? I know. So, and so that what could make you right. more happy than what that? What else yeah. do you want? Aren't you fulfilled? People gave you everything you want. Uh, it's a, it, it, this, the criteria pisses me off because then they always make it out to be that in the United States, we're not happy because we don't have access to all of these socialized programs. Right. Now, the least happy nations on earth. Why are people in Malawi so unhappy? Because their country's called Malawi. Malawi. At number 147, that's who you find. At number 148, Haiti. At 149 is Liberia. Then you've got Syria, Rwanda, Yemen. I mean, Haiti is worse than Rwanda. Yeah. Tanzania, South Sudan, the Central African Republic, and dead last as far as the ranked uh, countries, Burundi. Oh. Burundi. Let's see what goes on there. Are you surprised that life in Burundi is, well, is not not as special as? Uh, Let's see. For some reason, it doesn't seem that surprising. <laughs> really? You're not surprised. Yeah. So uh, get this. I mean, they, they gained their independence, Burundi, in 1962. Mm-hmm. They initially had a monarchy, as you know. Oh, but sure. But then a Thank series you. of assassinations, coups, and a general climate of regional instability 
culminated in the no, establishment in Burundi? of You're a kidding. public in a one-party state in 1966. Well, there's nothing better than a one-party state because then we're <laughs> right. on the road to so, awesomeness, to let me ask sheer you, happiness. You, you, have a, you have the map in front of you exactly where Burundi is. I, but I, I bet you. I, I bet mean, you, you're kidding, right? You you know, but you just want to know if he has the map that shows it. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying if it, if it actually comes up yeah. to where it is. Uh-huh. That it's in sort of. Uh, right in the middle of Africa. Like yeah. right smack landlocked. down in the middle. Yeah, landlocked, landlocked in yeah. Africa. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, it's landlocked Africa, like uh, the Central what, what African want. Republic. That's what, what you want. What you, you want to be what landlocked you want in, a country. in Africa. <laughs> if you got to pick a place to be landlocked, yeah. it's Africa. <laughs> I'm surprised that they're, they're. I mean, what do you need? I mean, you got a one party. When you're state. landlocked in Burundi or Central yeah. African Republic, and you got a one party state that makes all the decisions for you. You know what? If you're not happy in that situation, you're just too picky. You're just. Look at that. I mean, if you're you not have, happy, you could always move to. They've had another country. Sudan. Central African Republic. (laughs) As Wikipedia calls it, bouts of ethnic cleansing. So in other words, it didn't happen just once. They've had multiple ethnic cleansings there. And two civil wars just in the 1970s alone. Good heavens. Yeah, I can see how they're going to be at the bottom of that list. And then people are all up in arms when Trump calls them asshole countries. I mean, that's not even, it's not a message about the people who live there. It's about the conditions under which they live. Like multiple civil wars in yeah. a single decade. You know, that gives you the impression that maybe things aren't great there. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it does you give know? you the impression that there's does, not a lot of it? not a lot of building. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of prospering. Uh, not a lot of really fun things of, happening. Of uh of growth yeah. in their in their cities. Yes. Uh, a lot of financial stability. Uh-huh. Doesn't <laughs> seem doesn't, like there's that. No, it doesn't. Ten million people. In Burundi. Wow. Wow. And uh, not a lot going on there for sure. It, it looks uh, looks like a rough What place. are their fabulous natural resources in Burundi? Yeah, what are they pumping out of there? Uh, let's see here. Surely they've got some nice wildlife, but you know, you're not making a heck of a lot of money. They've got, they've except in like, tourism. What, coal or... They're called a resource-poor country. Oh, boy. Oh, no. You know what it is because the Central African Republic took it all. Yeah, they have. Yeah, they hogged all the Um, great stuff. I don't know what a coffee substitute is, but uh, roasted coffee and coffee substitutes make up a third of their economy. That's from monkey poop. I think you're right. Oh. They make it from that. I don't know that to be true. I know you don't. Wow, wait a minute. Wait a minute. A quarter of their economy (laughs) is from gold? See, that's what I mean. They've got to have some kind of resource. Yeah, they got something. Yeah. Mm. Sure. They've got to have, uh, there's got to be some kind of resource to at least fight for, because that's what they're fighting over, Focus right? Focus on Whoever one or two that. good things, mm-hmm. Aaron. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I mean, that's what they're fighting for. Whoever wants to be in charge, they think that they get that. They, they're they going to be... Uh-oh. Yeah. Wait, they have uranium. Don't tell Iran. Mm, all right. Mm-hmm. It's, it's our little secret. Okay. 888-933-93. You know, losing weight, keeping it off can be really tough, and especially at a certain age. For Jeffy, that age was 18 months. You know, did you just do the commercial? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, This is where Riduzone can help. Uh, Riduzone is a safe, natural, FDA-acknowledged dietary supplement. They took the good stuff in olive oil and created a patented product that contains OEA, which boosts your metabolism and reduces appetite. So with that help, you're going to have a much better chance at losing weight. You've hit the age where it's just really tough, or it's just any really tough anyway. Try Riduzone. Give it a shot today. R A D U Z O N E dot com. Enter the promo code PAT, and you'll get thirty percent off a three month supply. It's Riduzone.com, promo code PAT 
for 30% off a three-month supply. RidUZone.com. You're listening to Pat Gray on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome. Uh, we mentioned earlier that there's some parent feedback, some blowback from parents, and I am so relieved to hear that parents are pissed off about this. At an Atlanta, Atlanta neighborhood uh, charter school, principal there, Lara Zelsky, decided students are no longer going to recite the Pledge of Allegiance during the school's morning meeting agenda. Uh, She said, we want to start it as an effort to begin our day as a fully inclusive and connected community. And nothing could be more exclusive (laughs) and divisive than the Pledge of Allegiance. I mean, is this a a different one or because this one? Yeah, it's uh, different, I think. Because there was there was another one that not too long ago. And I'm just that it Wolfpack chat because the they one of the one of the. I don't know that it was a principal, but one of the teachers or one of the members decided that they didn't need to do it in the morning anymore, and the kids could still do it later if they wanted. And yeah, this is a different one. And then the again, I mean, mm-hmm. but that with that school, then a day later, the principal's like, "Oh no, there was some miscommunication." <laughs> right, right, because uh, parents again were pissed. Um, but this this school it has vowed to create. A better pledge. Oh, good. Specifically for the school. Oh, yeah. This is better than. than yeah, the this other is one better. Then. This is way better because <laughs> here's what's going to happen: teachers and the K five leadership team will be working with students to create a school pledge that we can say together at the morning meeting. It will focus on students' civic responsibility to their school, family, community, country, and our global society. Yes. It's going to be a global. We want to be inclusive of everyone. Thank you. And she said, I'm really looking forward to what the students create. Now, the parents are not looking forward to it quite as much. because (laughs) That's a surprise. uh, They are denouncing this principle and interactions. One of the leaders of the the parental group said, uh, and... By the way, somebody who is in uh, in office in state in the state legislature in uh, Georgia said, "I'm sure our House Education Committee will examine whether taxpayer funds should be used to instill such divisive ideology in our students." Wow! Thank nice. you, thank you. I yeah. don't know if anything will ever come of that, but I like the way it sounds. But yeah, that's the thing. Here you are paying taxes to this school, and you've got a teacher who's teaching them. We're going to be a global society, and that this the Pledge of Allegiance isn't inclusive enough. How? Uh, tell me what part of the I guess in you know, one nation under God, I suppose, is exclusive to people who don't believe in God or the allegiance to a flag. I would prefer an allegiance to the Constitution pledge said at the beginning of the school day, but that's just me. That's a that's a little Glenn Beckian right there. Oh, absolutely. Uh, oh, the yeah. history of the Pledge of uh-huh. Allegiance. Uh huh. Oh boy, the, that's the what Glenn would be talking pastor. about right did now. You, what do you did think? You vote for Hillary? For... <laughs> 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 is 
Is that what you just said? <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not a fan of uh, a pledge to uh, an animate object uh, unless it's something like the rule of law. Uh-huh. Um, in the uh, constitution, well, it's what the, it's it's what what the, the flag represents. represents. Does yes. it? Okay. It, yes. All right. Well, then, then I guess we're good with it. But I don't, I don't agree with this. But you're not. Well, no, I, you're not. No, you're I, not I, good I will with stand it. and I will show reverence. But I'm, I'm just, I'm not. Uh, I'm not going to pledge uh, fidelity to a flag. Why do you love Hillary? Yeah. Why? <laughs> Thank you. I guess I wanted Hillary to win. <laughs> I yeah. mean. Or worse, did you want Bernie Sanders? Do you, oh, oh do you absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I was a See, super delegate, and I, I got screwed. I finally got I down to, to him. You kneel down mm-hmm. watching your Atlanta Falcons on TV? <laughs> yeah, nobody on the team does, so I have to. Exactly. It's so terrible. <laughs> Are the Falcons not doing it? No, they're not. Oh, that's good. Good for them. Yeah, it is good. It's because what's-his-face is kind of for it, isn't it? Oh, the yeah, owner. The, the owner yeah. is. Oh, he's, he's a Blankenship is. Yeah. Uh, Arthur yeah. Blank. Yeah. Blank. Yeah, Blank. He's not for the yeah. Neil, but uh, he's definitely uh, of that persuasion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's a commie. He's Probably. A commie. He made <laughs> billions of dollars mm-hmm. uh, being a capitalist. Well, yeah, but he wants to slam the door shut so there can be no yeah. more. No, but seriously, mm-hmm. I, I just, I mean, if you want to discuss it, that's fine. I, I just that the, the, the whole pledge allegiance to a flag, just even that, even that. I still had it. Still oh, okay. I was yeah. getting. If you still guys wanted to actually discuss it, that's all. But we're good. Go Constitution. <laughs> See this still thing right here. Still oh, Pledge allegiance to the Constitution of the United States said, of America. Well, yeah, but my contention is, and I've said this to Glenn too when he when he goes on this yeah. uh, kick, is that it's it's what the flag represents. That's what the flag. The flag represents. does represent that. Yeah, that's the what Constitution, you're doing. American freedom, our American way of life. It seems to be representative of all. Uh, of the that. Constitution is. Barely even glanced at by our elected officials and those that. Well, that's a separate issue, though. That's okay. A, well, then I would like them to kind lot. of reset and let's. We'll, we can get to the flag later, but uh-huh. it, let's at least cover the basis of the uh-huh. rule of law. Okay. And then let's make sure that that is indeed what the flag is standing for. Yeah. Good luck with all that. Yeah, are you so, voting for Beto? <laughs> oh, is that I, what you're doing? I, is I that, early like, voted is like that what five I'm months out, man? That's exactly what he just said, Jeffy. That's mm-hmm. isn't it? That's exactly. <laughs> I can't believe it. Everybody heard it. Uh, America heard it. <laughs> All right. Over the, over the weekend, uh, the number one movie at the box office is this crazy rich Asian Again? thing. Uh, another one? Yeah, that. another weekend to, uh, at the top. What is that about? I mean, I know it's about crazy rich Asians, how'd I guess. Get, how are they getting away that? with that? I know. Yeah, right. <laughs> because. It's, it, how because, is that okay? Because they're, they're the ones calling themselves that, right? I guess so. And it, it's being, I guess and they're, so. They're playing off on all the 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 playoffs that we can all imagine, right? And it's all against uh, all the stereotypes. All the, and, I, and I'm and I believe, and I have not seen it. Uh-huh. Uh, it's, it's probably funny, and it's probably making fun of white people, probably, which makes it so, okay. So if it is, that's what makes it, it okay. Makes it okay. Yeah. Number two is the Meg, which is the big shark movie. Uh, another one, um, and the Happy Time Murders. Which is a bunch of Muppets uh, killing each other and doing disgusting things. Sesame Street's what? really pissed off about that. Yeah, that's right. I am uh, we'll so out of touch. What is tell this? Tell you a little bit about this uh, coming up in a sec uh, here on Pat Gray Unleashed. The Blaze Radio Network.
Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. So, Happy Time Murders is from the uh, Henson Company. You know the yeah, okay, yeah. I think his son. I remember. I, I, I think I, don't, I can't remember the story now. What it was. I remember that they were. I remember the story of the Muppets. The people that own the Muppets were all wound up. Yeah, they are. Them. Well, Sesame Street company behind Sesame Street um, sued to stop this movie from coming out because they think that it is really disparaging to their brand, which is you know pretty much Muppets, right. isn't it? Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> and. Uh, they lost that lawsuit, obviously, against it. Um, for but they they said they're referencing our show in their marketing, which they are. It's no sesame. Oh, that's right. All it, was the, it was the commercials they were so mad about. Right, right. It wasn't so much the movie; it was the, how they were promoting. Although it. I don't think they liked murderous Muppets. No, no, no but it, what, what they <laughs> so. but they, they went at it with the way they was being promoted. Yeah, right. Because they were promoting it that it was yeah. it made it seem like it was the actual Muppets, and it wasn't. Yeah, they said because it that's was right. no sesame all street. So they say the tagline deliberately confuses consumers yes. into mistakenly. Mistakenly believing that sesame is associated with has allowed. I tend to agree with that, or has even endorsed or produced the movie. And and I think they're right. Yeah, I, I, I think they had something that. here, but they didn't win. They they lost uh, in this effort. So, but Amazing. not that many people saw it anyway. So, um, I don't know how big a deal it's going to turn out to be. It was third over the weekend at about ten million dollars. And then there was a Mission Impossible Fallout, which is up to 193.9 million in five weeks. Cost 178 million to make. That's not as big a hit as I thought it would be. Did you see it yet? No, but 193 <clears throat> is that that's U.S. or is that global? That's U.S. Okay, so so it's probably going to make considerably more. Yeah, than I that. don't know what the global. I, is I don't either. It's got to be uh, the Christopher Robin movie. Disney's Christopher Robin. Oh, that does no. It did not look good. That, no. And it's not doing... No, Winnie the Pooh looks look like a serial well. killer in that. What have they done to that thing? In <laughs> fact, I would watch it. I, I would actually go out of my way to see it if Winnie the Pooh was a serial killer. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> would you? Yes. That would put you over yes. the edge. Yes. <laughs> Pooh is back, and uh, this time he's, he's pissed. Because they, they named him Pooh. <laughs> he's not digging into the honey pot any longer. He's digging into your skull. Oh, and eventually it's mm. Chucky versus I mean, that's Pooh. a million-dollar idea right <laughs> That there. is. I think You're we just welcome. stumbled onto You're something. You're welcome. You, can, yeah, you guys can use that, seriously, with our compliments. Yeah. We might actually go watch that movie then. <laughs> <laughs> oh, also, uh, I love this story. Kroger, which is a huge grocery store. It's the largest grocery largest now, yeah. chain in, uh, in America. And it goes by a whole bunch of different names. I think Kroger owns... Do they own Ralph's? Uh, they own... Oh, I don't know. But this one, what are their Smiths what are their in Utah? They own starting that. Yeah. Right. Yes. So uh, uh, they don't all, they're not all called Kroger, but they're huge and they're in almost every city. So they are going to be plastic bag free at all of its locations yeah. by 2025. That's 2,800 stores. 2,800 stores are all going no plastic bags. Do you know how inconvenient that is? That so oh, it's I'm, on, man. If they do this, if they, I'm going somewhere else. Well, they, 
it, they said in their in their uh, one of their releases is that we listen very closely to our customers and our communities. Um, yeah. I'm a continual yeah. customer. Uh, yep. I want plastic bags. And you we agree listen to me. with their growing concerns. No, Mm-mm, they don't. Um, that's they're why. caving. They're caving to the Al Gore's of the world. That's why they're removing all their plastic bags, right? Look, this, you know, al- this aligns with our restock Kroger commitment to live our purpose through social impact. Shut up. You're a grocery store. <laughs> Come on. Wow. It's a grocery store. Wow. You're trying to have social impact as a grocery store? Along with Stop Disney, it. Starbucks, Marriott, McDonald's, all getting Get rid of over plastic yourselves. straws. Oh, man. This- McDonald's said this year it will use only recycled or other environmentally friendly materials for its soda cups, Happy Meal boxes, and other packaging <laughs> by 2025. So they're not going to get rid of it right away. And Dunkin' Donuts is phasing out uh, the foam cups by 2020. IKEA plans to eliminate single-use plastic products from its shelves by 2020. It's agonizing. I mean, Kroger does use. They said they order about $6 billion Look at that. plastic bags a year. Okay, that's a lot. And that's that's uh, whoever that's a lot. whoever creates those uh, is losing a little cash. Uh, Kroger stops buying those bad boys. Yeah. Oh yeah. The plastic bag industry is going to start hurting a little bit. Uh, so now they're seeking customer feedback. I'll give it to you. Yeah. This sucks. Yep, Kroger. It's a stupid idea. So you're going to put everything in the in the paper bags that break when I take them out. No, you know what they do is the same as uh, the H E B stores do, which is down in Austin. Uh, oh, of course. No, I know, but the, and H E B is coming here. I, I don't know where they're at. I see their trucks I like in H-E-B. the neighborhood. Yeah. But uh, I shop there when I go to Austin quite frequently, and uh, they uh, give you uh, a bag that you can purchase to put your groceries in. Now you don't have to take. You don't have to purchase a bag. You can walk out a, with the groceries. Is it in a canvas, your arms. canvas bag? It's a thick plastic. plastic paper, it I seems mean? plastic, paper. but it's yeah. I don't think it's plastic. It's more paper. But it's they last, you know, they're pretty thick. Yeah. But uh, they, uh, you, uh, do you want to? Do you need a bag? Oh, okay. And they just charge you for it. If you don't, you don't have to get it. Wow. But you're not. There's no boxes. There's no other bags. Or you have to bring your own carrying. Or you just carry it out in your arms. That's it. I just I, uh, dislike. That's amazing. And if it is a canvas bag, do you no, know it's how not. how it's not uh, a canvas one? Unhealthy I, those things are. Yeah, you got to wash them. Yeah, gotta wash them. Nobody washes their bags. Can we start suing grocery stores that that don't provide you know sanitary bags? Yeah, and you get salmonella or something from it. Yeah, but you're right. They're they're, it's thicker. I have to bring one in because I've got a couple that I. I, Yeah, I'd like to see them because what is going to replace all of these plastic bags? That's what it is. It's it's a thicker plastic bag. Which, by the way, if you have anything, well, it can't be plastic though. I mean paper. I mean paper. I said plastic. I'm sorry. I meant paper. But which, by the way, if you have anything that. I don't know, is cold and then starts warming up. What happens? Hmm. Oh, condensation builds up and oh, things whoops. get wet. Right. Oh. And then the bottom falls the out and all your groceries the go paper. out on the ground. I love that. <laughs> oh, man, do I love that. Well, it's why plastic became so popular at the grocery right. stores in the first place. Remember paper and plastic? Was, well, that's why plastic won out. Yeah. Yes. And I every time they ask me that, paper or plastic, plastic, you get this nasty look, this little stink eye. That they give you, like, ooh, you are, oh, what are you, an earth killer? That's because you don't talk you're to them. You're a planet nice killer. That's no, you don't I don't talk to them. I don't want to talk to them. Like talk an old to at the line. I wonder they're mad at you. I don't want to talk to them. Yeah, what else are you going to do in line? Don't talk to me about what I'm purchasing. I, you don't need to know why I'm buying what I'm buying, okay? 
there's it's none of your business if I'm having a party or if I'm going to eat this entire carton of ice cream by myself as soon as I leave the store. It's none of your business. And I don't want to talk to you about it. I want them to give me the stink guy for the plastic bag because that's what I just say. By the way, double. Yes. Yeah. Can you double those up? In fact, triple them up for me because I had some heavy stuff in there today. I'm a little low. I'm a little low on trash bags at the house. Okay, okay, hold on, hold on. Who hasn't slipped a couple extra Walmart bags in the in the bag on the way out the door? Because you need them at the, for you your need garbage. Them. Yeah. yeah, you need them. You need them. Mm-hmm. All right. I I will also uh, say I don't know. Maybe people that don't stand for the flag, maybe, <laughs> but not me. Nice. I also have to re-mention again, because I got this tip from a listener, and bless his heart, it's worked so beautifully. You know that. Uh-huh. You got to have your Kroger card with you so you can get the discount. On Saturday, I'm at the grocery store and I bought some just odds well, and ends. You can type it stuff. in. You don't have to have the card. They give you the alternate yeah, ID you can. on the pad. Yes, yeah. and that's where I'm going with this. But So I bring my items uh, to the checkout place, and it's the self-serve checkout. So uh, I ring it up. It's like $24.16 or something. <laughs> and then they give you the opportunity right. to put, put in, in your, your, your telephone number. So I put in the area code 817 uh 5675309 867 5309 Jenny Jenny who can I turn to 8675309 and it works every single time I just want the discount I don't care where the so, points go just yeah. give me the discount So they don't know my purchases they're not tracking my stuff So good cuz you don't know it's me and this works every single so it went from twenty four dollars mm-hmm. to sixteen. Are you kidding me? I just eight dollars difference? That's it on such a small amount of money? That's crazy. Just charge the lower price to everybody no, and stop being intrusive in our lives. They're not, They're not going intrusive. to. They're here to help. They are intrusive. They make it more convenient because then they know what you're going to buy. No, and they give you coupons no, no. and right. all that other good right. stuff. Right. And don't right. you know, Pat, that this aligns with their restock Kroger commitment to live our purpose <laughs> yes. through social impact. Thank you. Oh, thank you for that reminder, okay. Jeffy. That makes it all better now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I want you to have all the information you could possibly you could possibly and compile that, on me. Thank you. And thank by the you. way, I want you to monitor what I'm doing on the way home. Have somebody follow me home. Uh-oh. Maybe put up cameras in my home. Well, Why not do no, that? Pat, don't be silly. We're not going to do that. But if you, we do know where you live if you have our app. So you can, if you call <laughs> to have true. you pick up your groceries uh, out in our new that pickup lane. is very, uh, very true. With our app, then we know, you know exactly where you live. <laughs> There's just no end to the no, intrusion there anymore. There's it's no all, end I mean, to it. I've given up. I personally, I've given up. This guy's given up. Oh, I mean, yeah. nobody is more militant uh, than Keith Malinak on privacy issues, it's and over. he's given up. Uh, so that tells you how bad it I, is. I, you know, look, they're I, gonna know. I like receiving goods from Amazon on Sunday when we ordered something <laughs> on Saturday. I like that. Yeah, I do too. Okay, I like it. <laughs> I like looking out. Oh my gosh, my stuff's here already. I didn't have to wait till Wednesday. Yeah. If I order I the next hour, we'll get here tomorrow. Thank you. I know. And I so, know. That's how yeah, they got us. You know us. what? This is my address. Yep, that's where I live. And we just we've just caved into it. I, we sure have. And then you get hundred percent. Yeah, and it's so cool 100%. to get the picture on your phone. Like, look, your package has been delivered. Yep, Here's here. a picture and, of you it. You know, I wasn't joking about the grocery store apps because they all you have to have their apps to get the if you want to yeah. have it delivered. If you want, yeah. they all you can order and you can come and pick it up, so you don't have to go in. Mm-hmm. They all are doing that now. They all, and Kroger's a big pressure of delivering. You know, that's one of their big 
pushes now yeah. is delivering to your home. So they're going to have that, but you're going to have to have their app, right? So they're going to know all that. It's over. It's over. <laughs> it's been over for a while. Just, just give on that front. Don't fight that. Yeah. If you want out, get out. They're also doing yet another uh, little program that's really convenient and can help them compile data on you because they're handing out these almost app iPad type units and then you just scan everything with it uh put it at the uh put it in your cart at the end and it totals it all up and you mm-hmm. just yeah you swipe the thing on I think you on don't the, even have to swipe I mean yeah, my, you don't my have wife, to swipe my wife has my wife has the apps for all these stores mm-hmm. she doesn't even bring her wallet I mean it's all on the phone poop done wow we go to the, we go to Walmart's Kroger's yeah. or whatever that it's amazing she doesn't even bring I mean it's the phone and it's the app and it's the scan and it, we're done. It shows how easy we are. You just make it a little com- more convenient for us, and we'll, it's 1984. We don't even care. We're folded. <laughs> we don't. Well, I, I could just Brave New World, 1984, I all barely, of it in one. I barely I don't care. have to stop at the register when I come in here. Okay, mm-hmm. make it convenient for me. All right, you I'm know, yours. All right. You know, there, there's a Walmart. <laughs> it's sad. There's it a Walmart. It's sad. Out, Pathetic. There us uh, Walmart that had a uh, had the whole scan thing. You know, you scan as you go through the aisles, and then you just leave. Um, like you were saying, I don't know what store you're talking about, no, but, but this was supposed to be over a year long. Uh, I was talking. Yeah, they with pulled someone, it early, right? Yeah, they yeah. pulled it early. I guess people weren't that really adapting the, to that too. No, oh. no, that. But that was another program. That's not. But what it's I'm talking about is, is the is you get the app for the stores. Okay. So like, if you go, if you go to Walmart, you can you have to have their app. They'll deliver it to your car, or uh, you know you can you pull up just like Sam's Club or Will Walmart. They take it home. Will no, they take it to your house? Not they, yet. Oh, okay. But uh, if you're in the store with the app, if mm-hmm. you log on, you just whatever you got, you go through the register. She rings it up, and the phone just clicks onto onto the scanner, and you're good. It comes out of your account. You're I mean, convenience. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's just unbelievable convenience. Yeah. And so we've compromised everything for that. That's <laughs> how easy we are. Oh, you're making it more convenient. All right. Yeah. Here's my social security number. <laughs> oh, stop. Social security number. Stop it. Oh man, that's. That's long. Here's gone. my credit card number. Just take it and use it whenever yeah, you want those to. Days are uh, long. Whatever. Look, oh, you've got your your website. I buy stuff from. Is you say it's okay? All right. All right. Fine. Here's here's my debit card password. Yeah. Here's my VIN yeah, number. Just take it all. Here's my address. No, I, and yep. look, I might not want to use that one, so I'm going to put in four other cards <laughs> on this particular website. So whatever one has money on it today, I buy stuff from you. That's yep. the one I'm going to click. Wait, you on. think my phone yeah, number is eight six seven five three zero nine? No, I got to correct mm-hmm. that for you. You got that wrong. I, I need to update your. Uh, yeah, but you're yeah. not doing that on the websites like from Amazon or if you order from like you know any of the stores like Belks or Dillard's or any of that like from their websites. Mm-hmm. I mean, they all have you know you, you still have all your information on those sites. Yeah. And they're not doing the eighty six seven five three zero nine, man. That's they're they got the real deal, you know, because they're sure they're, they're in there. You want to buy stuff, and yep. either using your particular Belk's card or Dillard's card or Visa card or bank card, and those, you know, if you've purchased more than once there, mm. the, you know, I mean, that's all in there. It's all gone. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. War Pat Gray unleashed coming up. Doomed. Yep, doomed. Pat Gray unleashed the Blaze Radio Network. Pat Gray returns on the Blaze Radio Network. 888 933 
Uh, we were just talking about our grocery store experience. Still, you know, first world problem for sure. That's a first world problem. In Venezuela, the grocery store situation is somewhat more bleak. Uh, I think we mentioned last week, and we've got we've got some photos of this. It, how many? How big a stack of money of Venezuelan bolivars does it take to buy a chicken? Here's a look at that. Uh, that is fourteen million six hundred thousand bolivars. Wow! And that's what you get with for it. Uh, that chicken in front of that pile is that amazing? <laughs> so the fourteen million six hundred thousand bolivars. Uh, represent about $2.22 American. Man. That is brutal. Amazing. Um, let's look at tomatoes. You can buy you can buy tomatoes, let's say two pounds of tomatoes, for 5 million boulevards. That's the stack of money it takes. All of these represent the, the size of the stack of money it takes to buy the item. If you uh, go a little further, roll of toilet paper priced at 2.6 million boulevards. And there's there's a stack it takes to buy one roll of toilet paper. It's uh, 2.6 million boulevards represents about 40 cents American. 40 cents. And these, that, like the stack, if you're listening on the radio, that is twice as high as a roll of toilet paper. Uh, mm-hmm. Times two. Mm-hmm. It's two stacks, two stacks. Twice as high as a roll of toilet paper to buy a roll of toilet paper. Uh, this is a kilogram of carrots, so nobody has any idea what that is. That could be <laughs> a thousand pounds. It could be a ton of carrots, or it could be an ounce of carrots. That would have been I, a bargain I don't know. if it were. Yeah, but it costs three million boulevards. Three million boulevards, uh, or 46 cents. Uh, we didn't have, I guess we didn't have the picture of this because because we didn't know how many carrots yeah. the kilograms represented. Mm-hmm. We, we couldn't show you a picture of them. <laughs> a bar of soap. Okay. There's a bar of soap and there's the stack wow. of money that it costs to buy that bar of soap. So probably about 30 bars of soap would equal 30 the bars size of soap of the, high. Uh-huh. Yeah. But, and then you multiply that by what? One, two, Three stacks. Well, no, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it yeah. just looks. I mean, that's unbelievable. That is ridiculous. Three and a half million boulevards, fifty-three cents. Uh, these poor people. A package of diapers was eight million boulevards, or a dollar twenty-two. Um, then you've got a kilogram of meat where they they just can't, they basically can't get this right now, but if they could and they got two pounds of meat. It would be 9,500,000 boulevards or $1.45. Can you imagine? That is what socialism has wrought in a country that was amazingly prosperous. This was a first world nation. They were booming. Their economy was on fire thanks to oil. That's an oil-rich OPEC nation. That is in this situation now. I And yet, you don't hear anything about it. Um, there's dead silence on what's going on in Venezuela. Why? Because it doesn't fit the left-wing narrative that socialism is great. I just haven't done it right, man. That's their claim now in Venezuela itself. We just haven't gone far enough.
just having this Maduro is such an idiot that he's he's telling them they haven't gone far enough. We need to socialize everything. We need to be more socialist. We need to be communist. Essentially, is what he's what he's telling his people. And so there's there's some strife. There's some disagreement with that, and uh, see how that shakes out. Meanwhile, in our country, Elizabeth Warren uh, has a plan to fix capitalism because we see what terrible, terrible shape capitalism is in. And uh, here's what she had to say about it. So here's the situation. Since the 1980s, giant corporations have kept on growing, but more and more of the corporate earnings have gone just to the shareholders. They've sucked trillions of dollars in cash out of our companies, while workers have been left out. The rich got richer, but workers' wages stayed flat. My new bill, the Accountable Capitalism Act, will help level the playing field. It'll put trillions of dollars in the pockets of workers, and it won't cost the taxpayers a dime. So here's how it would work. First, the biggest corporations in America would need to make new, legally binding commitments that take into account what's good for their workers and not just what's good for their shareholders. Okay, so you're going to force them into agreement. workers would have a seat at the table when big decisions are made. My bill would make it so that at big corporations, workers would get to elect at least 40% of board members. And third, to Hmm. cut down on the dark money that flows from corporations into politics, Mm -hmm. my bill would require 75% of directors and shareholders to approve of political contributions before they're spent. Right now, giant corporations only work for their shareholders. And that means they work only for the wealthy. But when corporations do well, their workers should do well too. That's just common sense. More than 30 states already okay. have ways for companies to organize around the principle uh-huh. that a company should consider the interests of workers, not just shareholders. Oh, Lots of international companies follow similar oh, rules international with companies. great results okay. for their owners and their workers. There's really? no reason our biggest companies can't do the same. My well, bill would make a real difference freedom, in leveling the but... playing field and making mm-hmm. capitalism work for everyone. So please, wow. join me in this fight. Support the Accountable Capitalism Act. And let's make sure that giant corporations do right by their workers. Frightening. Frightening. All right, let's force force businesses Mm -hmm. to sign deals with the government. Let's force businesses to hold worker elections. Let's force them to have to go to uh, their workers to decide who they want to support with the with the corporation's money. Yeah. Now that could backfire on Democrats big time because if a union shop has to do that now, maybe they don't back the Democrat. Yeah, that one that one might might just backfire on Elizabeth Warren. Wow. So she's gonna. Fix capitalism. Chilling. Pat Gray Unleashed on the Blaze Radio Network.